G'day and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. This is episode 232. We are going to be talking about Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest, uh, which is uh, a thing that happened uh, in, in America this week, along with many other things that happened in America, um, which this has gone well from the beginning. Um, what, have we, what have we got? What have we got? There's uh, there's the 2021 Titan. We've got pictures of the Ark. We've got pictures of Rodimus Prime. We've got pictures of the cool order transforming robots and optimus prime um and uh, there's uh, something shattering glass worthy coming up uh sometime tonight on this episode talk to you after the opening That will be the last time that I actually read stage directions on the podcast this evening. Um, it pro I mean, spoiler spoiler warning, it probably won't be. But um, yeah, so uh, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have Bradley coming to us from over in Perth, where uh, I believe it's, um, is it three or two hours in the past now that we're not having daylight savings over here? Uh, it's two hours in the past now that you're not doing crazy shit with your clocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like the crazy shit with our clocks could be anything, including daylight saving, but you know. No. <laughs> yes, let's make the podcast about daylight savings now, shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll get us going for I a mean, few hours. You're welcome, I mean, I mean we, we, mil we milked 50 episodes of the Tesla battery in uh, in Adelaide, so I'm, I'm, sure we can, I'm sure we can get at least 10, at least 10 episodes out of uh, daylight savings time, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other, the other ominous laugh that you can hear there is coming from Tony Kim in an undisclosed location somewhere in Sydney. Tony, how are you doing? Yeah, good guys. Guys, how are we going? What a great time to be a Transformers fan, hey? Oh, the treasure trove of stuff we're going to talk about tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah, you're so excited, and you just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I want to. I want to. I actually made. I actually made Bradley facepalm. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Externally yeah. as opposed to internally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, usually, usually he's kind enough to face palm on the inside. Uh, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, just as polite enough doing... to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks. I, 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 had a, I had a bit of time away in Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, I, like I trust nothing happened. I trust nothing happened over Easter that was uh, important to Transformers because Hasbro saved everything for the weekend after Easter. Uh, Pulse Fan Fest was uh, Saturday morning our time. We are recording this live on Sunday night on the 11th of April. And uh, so we've had a day, day and a half to... Um, we had a day and a half to uh, digest the news and madly search the internet for pre-order links for everything that was announced. Uh, now that we've all safely pre-ordered everything, we're going to tell you what we think of, of all of the uh, of all of the items that are up for grabs. Um, so yeah, we will be we will be returning to the the sort of more regular news format next week, which is which is another way of saying we don't have a run sheet and we're completely winging this tonight. So. Um, I think without further ado, should we uh, should we get started on some news, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Let's do it. All right. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? 
we are looking at uh, one photo, at least, of the 2021 Titan figure, which is the Ark, uh, who is coming in the coming in, uh, in the, the Kingdom line around mid-year. And um, we have... We have, uh, yeah, seen the seen the first first pictures of this uh, coming up. This guy this week, and uh, there he is in all of his um, and all of his arc transformed into robot. The 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 Titan that you never knew you needed in your collection <laughs> until this year. Um, look straight, uh, runs. Let's go straight to the punch. So uh, so the Titan now transforms into a sorry. The arc now transforms into a giant Titan class robot. Um, it's got a. It's, it's got a pretty pretty neat uh, pretty neat spaceship design to it. Although there's some controversy around the hollow parts at the at the rear, it even comes with a little mini bot that I say mini compared to the size of the Titan that transforms into Teletran One, which is actually extremely cool. I think, um, and it can also perform a very good crash scene as uh, as Hasbro's photographer was. Um, very careful to very careful to demonstrate here. You can sort of see that the the I mean, this would obviously be one of the prototype figures that they've photographed. Like, you can see that they've very <laughs> carefully placed it on the rubble and very carefully placed a couple of rocks around it so as to not scuff the paint job. However, um, also notably, it does have uh, uh, some weathering on the on the front of the uh, on the front of the figure as uh, in the front of the shuttle mode, uh, uh, the ship sort of from uh, re-entry or re-entry or first entry into Earth's atmosphere as it would be for the Ark. Um, so guys, um, this, this guy's going to be here. Well, he's going to be here sometime mid, sometime mid year. Uh, his price is going to range somewhere between about 275 up to 320, maybe, maybe a little bit higher, depending on where you buy it from pretty standard price for a Titan. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, Bradley. Pass. Oh, he's gone out. He's gone out early with the. He's gone out early with the pass. Is it, so, is it a pass because you don't collect Titans, or is it something to do with the arc that you don't like? It's well, I think it's the arc. I think it's just the arc. Like the other Titans that we've gotten have been established characters. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, that's just, fair enough. Yeah, and this is just sort of like, I mean, maybe if next year we get Nemesis. That could be an interesting. If, if we thing. get if we get Nemesis next year, you're going to rewind a year and then buy the arc, and then fast forward back to 2022 and buy Nemesis. Uh, well, probably not. I mean, at the same really? at the same time, I've only got I've only got enough room in my collection for maybe one more Titan class toy. Mm -hmm. I gotta yeah, say, I, I have smart. I have plenty of room in my storage cage for another Titan in a box, which is where they've all gone so far. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I I feel like. I feel like everyone can find space for this box somewhere. Uh, Tony, what, what, what are your thoughts on the arc? Yeah, I'm not going to be as quickly dismissive as Bradley was on it, but I understand his reasons for it. But, um, I mean, for, for a start, this wasn't necessarily a surprise to any of us because of that artwork that came out when um, when Kingdom was first announced. Remember that that sort of nice little cartoon mm, drawing yeah. that <clears throat> had yep. gears on it and then disappeared? <laughs> Certainly um, do. But, but this one for me is a bit of a line ball. Like I, uh, I feel like this picture that we're staring at at the moment, which has A, the open side panels and B, the little sort of damage at the front. Again, it, it's just 
it's it's not meh for me, <laughs> but it's also not yeah at all. Uh, it's just kind of in the middle a little bit. I feel like you could have covered up the panels and you could have lost the battle damage. So they feel like they've they've taken the Galvatron thing and then added that to the arc thing in terms of adding unnecessary battle damage to what looks like a pretty good design to begin with. Um, that that sort of upsets me a little bit. The the other thing I think is uh, a positive though is the um, Teletran one which you had on the screen before, uh, which is also transformable into mainframe, I think, yep. um, which is deluxe size. Uh, yeah, so 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 I'm not sure that it's actually mainframe. I think people are thinking there could be a mainframe no, in it. it was, but, um, it was mainframe on the box. Yeah. Oh, so, well, it is mainframe yeah. then. Uh, yeah. We haven't got to we haven't got to the box yet. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> so this so this guy does actually transform into part of part of the Titan uh, robot mode chest. As Correct. Well. Yes, yes. And so to me, that's quite exciting. And um, there was, uh, I mean, this this does look close to what what's in the cartoon. It's kind of off a little bit, but it's close enough. You know, I, I'll, I'll accept that. I, but I, 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 I feel like part of the part of the iconic Teletran one is the broad uh, yes. panel. The, 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 the desk, yeah. The, yeah, and, and that's not, that's absent from this, right? Like Correct. it's a, mm. it's a version of Teletran 1. It's probably like Teletran 1 were it to be designed today when they, you know, where we don't have these massive panels <laughs> with all these buttons for everyone to press. Yep. Um, but but still, cool. I, 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 I'm a fan. Yeah, uh, and there's and also, he- there's also Sky Spy, the, uh, the, the little uh, little bit at the top that um, flies around and uh, scans alt modes for transformers. I think. Yeah, I was that, I was yeah. just about to say that actually. That the, the the sky spy on the top is kind of the icing on the cake that does tie it a little closer to the Teletran one that we all know and love. That's um, mm. <clears throat> still a little bit off, but it's it's close enough. Yeah, um, but but that's why it's a bit line ball for me because there's a there's enough on the plus side of the ledger and there's enough on the negative side. That I'm still a little bit in the middle. If it was on a discount sale, for example, like if somehow it was on Amazon for 200 bucks a year from now, I'd probably give it a look. But for 270 to 320 or whatever numbers you were saying, I noticed some of the pre-orders online are coming up at about 299. For that for that amount of money, I feel like it's a bit of a miss at this point. Mm. Could this, yeah. So could we be looking at the first Titan that doesn't? doesn't really resonate at large with people like so i i'm 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 in for it right? like i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it i like the look of it um i i'm not i'm not really particularly sold on the everyone saying oh he looks like the last autobot from the marvel comics and stuff like that which mm. he actually does like the, the the head design is very much very much the the last autobot um but, uh, but like i'm i'm also i'm also left like a bit cold by the the weathering damage on him like i just feel like yeah. that's that's a bit unnecessary, but I do really like I like the detail. Um, like I, I like the detail around the thrusters. I think maybe the maybe the leg design is a little bit lazy. Um, it looks like just the back back of the ship sort of split in two, and the transformation is probably fairly simple. Although I don't think the transformation is that complicated on the other Titans as well. So like yeah, maybe that's I, all right. I've got a very big question for you, Jason. Yeah. If this was repainted and remolded slightly into animated Omega Supreme, we will, we will, we will get to that question. All right, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that question in, in a bit. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I look, I like it. I think, I think it's nice. It's nice to see someone sort of having a go at making a new Titan figure because 
like the Titan class has been pretty much stuck in a G1 rut, right? Um, yeah. In fact, I, I, I say I say did <laughs> I say nothing happened over over the uh, Easter weekend, but we did see Black Zarak uh, revealed, and we haven't sort of covered that off in news because we didn't do an episode last week. But uh, Black Zarak is uh, a, a very um, a, a very Japan centric repaint of Scorponok, which has been. Um, sort of anticipated since uh, since we got uh, Black Rurichi, the, the the gold repaint of Fast Track, and I look, I, I honestly thought they weren't going to do it, and everyone's been like, ah, oh, no, mm. Black Zarek, Black Zarek, <laughs> bloody hell, they did Black Zarek, so there's actually a there's actually a, a like a Generation Select Titan coming. I think that's actually probably a testament to the strength of the Generation Select line and how well that's actually been received by collectors. That hey, they're gonna they're gonna pump a Titan into the into the collector oriented line. I think, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's cool to see them sort of do a new character as a Titan. But at the same time, I did I will I will quote myself in talking to someone about this on Messenger the other day. He said, "Oh my God, have you have you seen the arcs, the new Titan?" I'm like, "Yeah, like it's cool, but it's bullshit." Right, <laughs> he's not. An, it's not an established character. Um, like the like the at no point has the arc actually been a titan, and so it's sort of like mm, I don't know. Is this a spoiler for how the Netflix show is going to end? I don't know. Um, it's, it's sort but of, but like, it is bullshit because he's not. He's not a character that we all know, which is where titans have come from in the past. Yeah, he's not an established not- character, but he's an established location, which is. I mean, like, we know the art, but not as a character. (laughs) Well, this is an interesting point, though. I mean, like, economically, what it does suggest is that Hasbro are probably running to the bottom of the well here, and they're scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of we need a big Titan-type entity. We've done, you know, Metroplex, we've done Scorponok, we've done et cetera, et cetera. Now we don't have anything. So what we need to do is monetize a location, <laughs> as, as Bradley's <laughs> saying, right? So we got to turn it into some some cash somehow, and let's create this whole like uh, uh, arc turning into a robot thing, which has never been seen, right? But then you've got in cartoon, sorry. But then you've also trying to mix it with a little bit of um, the mythology in the comics with the last Autobot, so you're kind of attracting buyers that way. But it's mm-hmm. to your point, I, Jace. I, don't I totally know if they agree. actually are mixing the. I don't know if they actually are mixing the last Autobot into this at all. Like, it the doesn't face. appear. Yeah, but it doesn't appear to be an acknowledged connection in any of the media releases. It's just, well, that's just what the face looks like. Has yeah, there been yeah. like a character profile for the Ark yet, or is it just Titan class toy the Ark? <sighs> there probably is a character profile for it. Um, if I go, if I if I if I look at this, um, there is no character profile for it. There's there's a, like there's a lot of, there's a lot said. It says Autobot Arc converts between Arc, arc ship and robot mode in 26 steps. Figures chess pieces. Like it describes a lot about the toy. The toy. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't actually give you a profile on the character. And, and maybe it doesn't. Because there isn't one. Right. Yeah, maybe yeah, it doesn't. Like, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. No, fair, that's it's fair. like saying, did Castle Grayskull need to have sort of the transformable bits, you know, the bits where it opens <laughs> up and the little snake pit and stuff? No, it didn't need I, any of that. I would, I would very much like to know Castle Grayskull's opinion on everything that's happened in the He-Man <laughs> cartoon. Right. I mean, surely surely that castle has seen some shit, right? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's already got very visible face in the old that's mode. Right. Yes, yeah, and the sorceress kind of lives in him all the time. You know, that must be quite a nightmare for him. Uh, look, let, let, so, let's let's talk about let's talk about the fact that the Ark has seen some shit, right? 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the Dinobots the entire... have been sniffing around inside him. You know, yeah. he's, he's had some issues. So yeah, let's uh, let, let, let's let's move on a little he bit. Got destroyed by Triptychon in season three. He did. It did too, You're didn't right. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, in fact, that's a, that's a. Oh, I, I guess so. That was in season three, right? So that was post movie. Yeah. I say this because yeah. we we had a screening of the movie in in Sydney yeah. yesterday. Um, so I had I think this question came up. This, came, this question came up in a chat where someone had um, shown a diorama of like a a three D printed and modeled Autobot city that was sort of close in the diorama space like they, they sort of had a mountain with the arc in it near autobot city and like suddenly it actually made sense to me like that's why autobot city is where it is on earth because it's close to the arc but i don't think that's actually i don't think it's, that's actually the case i think it's actually somewhere else in um in like the real continuity or something but um Anyway, I'm sort of I'm I'm stuck in the weeds. I'm off on a tangent. Um, <laughs> the arc has this uh, has, has these uh, very very open panels at the back. Obviously, where we we've seen uh, where the, the the robot mode legs sort of fold out. Um, I think that hasn't sat very well with you, Tony, and no. probably not with you either, Bradley. But I don't think you were into it anyway. Um, like I I feel like I feel like that's. Perhaps a bit of a perhaps a bit of a, a weak point on on the um on the figure, and perhaps something where there's a third party third party companies are rubbing their hands with glee, going, oh yes, <laughs> we we can finally we we can sell an upgrade piece to this. It's like it's like this this might be the first time that they've been able to determine upgrade upgrade kits from the press photos instead of having <laughs> to get the toy in hand. That's right. Yeah. Cybertron surgery, you know, this is your time to shine, guys. Like, this is a create a, create a fill in, like you, like, because, yeah, like, you also with Siege, um, uh, Prowl, I think it was, and also with uh, Earthrise, Ironhide, and Ratchet, I think they had, they suffered from the hollow leg syndrome that, that the arc is suffering from here. So, to your point, Jace, the third party thing wouldn't be that hard to, to kind of fill in. But seriously, Hasbro, like, how hard would it have been to just put a little panel? That just slides across or flips down or something to cover up that gap. That does look. Oh, so, 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 that, so, I mean, the the retort to that is that it's all about part count as you get up from particular mm -hmm. from particular scales from one to the other, right? So, like, deluxe, you have sort of a, a as a regular part count. Voyagers have more leaders and commanders have more, and Titans sort of have the most parts on them. But even then, I do agree with you. Surely, surely, <laughs> you surely, you know, like you can you can sacrifice the weathering paint and maybe put a bit of extra plastic in there instead. That's right, Jace. We're well, talking about two extra parts. <laughs> I, there's also no, 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 no. There's, there's, so it would be more than that, right? There'd have to be hinges and flaps and things like. Oh, that. Okay, well, yeah, okay. from an engineering point of view, it's it's probably too difficult to actually realize. Mm, I yeah. mean, yeah, it is just simply covering a spot, but at the same time, we don't know how that area transforms. I mean, you can get a pretty good idea of it from the robot mode, but that area could see like a lot of activity, like the joint bulging out or something in order to accommodate coming out. True. But haven't we had figures that have suffered from parts forming? Like even with like, think about Earth, uh, not Earthrise, uh, Netflix Bumblebee. And uh, Cliff Jumper, Earthrise Cliff Jumper, mm. where they've got that little backpack that sort of, you know, that sits oh, it, is on it is possible to right. transform them without removing the backpack. Why, yeah. Well, why couldn't you have just put two extra parts that come with the arc that you just insert into the side here to close the gap? We're done. Well, maybe, maybe, um, maybe parts of mainframe can go on there. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe mainframe splits in two and then just sits in the legs. I don't know. Do we have a, <laughs> do we have a picture of the small accessory that comes with the arc? 
Um, apparently no. not, because that's onto Galvatron. There. So there is a there is a tiny Optimus Prime that comes with the Ark. Is that is that the, yep. the part you were talking yep. about? Yeah, yep. very very tiny Optimus Prime that I think might actually be in scale with the um, the Galvatron slug that comes with yes. Unicron. Um, yeah. So you know you can recreate that scene where Optimus Prime confronts Unicron that never happened, um, or, or where uh, Galvatron crash lands in the Ark. I gotta say I don't know I don't know that I really rate the scale of that Optimus Prime figure versus the Ark. No. I, feel, I feel like that's way out of scale with the way that the <laughs> Ark was, uh, was presented in the in the series. And I also think that I think even if you look at the Netflix uh, series, right? So. Bear in mind, in the Netflix series, a lot of action happens around around here in the sort of the command module, right? Yeah. Uh, say command module, but the, let's say the bridge is there, up right? There. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is up there, but whatever. Um, and so, like, you sort of know the layout of that. There's there's a few consoles and stuff around there, and so you can sort of get a get a look at like the Transformers versus the the size of the thing. And like, I think those slugs are a little bit small. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was just looking at that um, the cockpit that you're just pointing out, and I was just realizing, oh my god, that's probably the same piece from Generations Metroplex, you know, that has the stickers of Optimus Prime and RC sitting inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, does it? Extensive never, I... retool of Metroplex into the arc. <laughs> I peeled the stickers off. <laughs> no, I mean, like, come on, it's it's well it's well known that every figure that we get these days is an extensive retool of Combiner Wars Silver Bolt, right? <laughs> Yes, I don't, I don't. I don't know where. I don't know where you're getting your information from, man. But it's certainly not Metroplex. Well, I mean, it's, I would like to one day ball. see. I would like to see one day a brand new mold used in the toy line instead of everything being repainted Silverbolt. Yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. I think we're. I think we're all sick of Silverbolt. We'll yeah. see what comes next. Uh, and maybe, maybe the next line will be uh, Transformers War for Silverbolt. No. <laughs> So, um, so we do know that the arc is the, the arc is coming to Australia. Whether it actually hits regular retail or not, um, I think that rem that might remain to be seen. Uh, Ozformers did actually post up a handy a handy dandy guide to these things for us, and in the in that in their guide, they mentioned the arc as uh, the uh, da, da, da. king. So it says the Kingdom Toys are scheduled for July to August. Um, but wow. some countries, countries may some countries may get them May to June. So there's more Kingdom figures that we'll be talking about, um, yeah. and uh, the the Ark, uh, the Ark and uh, Rodimus Prime. We've spoken about Rodimus Prime before. They are uh, oh, I don't know about the Ark actually. This is Rodimus Prime is due for due for release at the, the Big W June toy sale. I don't know. So the Ark has has hit Toy World stores and it's been on Amazon, but. Um, and some specialty stores like um, like totally uh, to totally cool gifts, not tool gifts. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. And you Robert sound like such a square one. saying that, Jason. I know. Um, so glad they're not a sponsor. Yes. <laughs> Wait, who were we trying to get to sponsor us a few weeks ago? I can't remember. Uh, Anybody we can. <laughs> true. No, were we trying to get? Is that is, know, that is the correct answer. Little yes. toy company, I think. No. Um, anyway, traveling on from there. So, yeah, not, not entirely sure for local release info for the ARC. Uh, however, um, there, are other, there are other kingdom figures to be revealed. I think we'll move, we, might, we might move on from the ARC. Is that all right? 
yeah, before we do that, just no, quick, please. The, okay, the, the, so the, the answer only, is no. So go on. That's just too, just quick. So uh, the only other accessory that comes with this guy is these two gold discs, which we haven't touched on yet. Um, yes, in fact, they're, they're not in the photos here. Yeah, they're on the back of the box though. But uh, I don't understand the significance of that yet in terms of the show. Uh, Beast the Wars. Show that is. is it okay? <laughs> please, please, please go on. Well, I, yeah, go, Brad. No, no, I mean, Bradley, please go on. Tell us the yeah, significance of gold discs. Um, okay, so one of the gold discs is actually from IRL, is from the Voyager spacecraft that's been sent out to, I think space. it's gone beyond our solar system. Yes, yeah, space. Yes. And that is the catalyst for Beast Wars because at some point G1 Megatron captures it, puts a message on there, which Beast Wars Megatron uh, decodes and deciphers, and that's why he goes to Earth. And then whilst on Earth, they actually discover a second disc, which is an alien disc, which allows them to interact with the alien technology on Earth. I have, I have massive questions about this. Watch Beast Wars. <laughs> how, 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 did, how did Megatron intercept the disc when it was launched four That's million never, years later? Never touched on. Oh, good. Okay, good. Actually, no, it uh, says he intercepts it in like the 90s. Oh, good. So right. it's, not, it's not during um, like the G1 cartoon or anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that that makes it better. Um, however, <laughs> however, so so there's two there's two golden discs, and there is storage for both of them in uh, in the back of Teletran One. I think is what, what we know from the from the the press write up for this. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes, cool. Okay. They showed it in the um in the the you know the long Hasbro Pulse event. They sort of showed off the um, accessories and how they store on mainframe. That's right. He also does come with six blast effects, and I think most of those are designed to sit. Um, most of those are designed or designed to sit on the uh, the jet, uh, the jet yeah. effects and stuff like that. Blast effects yeah. were kind of a um, kind of a thing with the the Hasbro Pulse event this weekend. We'll we'll come back to that later on. Spoiler, I know, not spoiler. <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, anything else okay. to cover on the on the arc? It, it seems like it seems like I might be the only one who's purchasing this in the whole of Australia. Uh, would you be having it in robot mode? Because I think it looks it makes a better display piece in alternate mode. That's a, that's actually a really interesting question, right? Doesn't make a good display piece in alternate mode if you don't have a mountain to embed it in. Yes, you can have a mountain of cushions. It's softer than rocks. I, I, I already do have a mountain of cushion. In fact, no, I have a cat who's asleep as well. <laughs> I can I can just sit the ark next to him, but yeah. Yeah, it can become a new bed for you, the cat. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, the uh, the uh, YouTube viewer, the 13th, says, no, I want it as well. So that's two. That's two <laughs> sales of the ark to Australians this uh, that have been made tonight. Thank you very much. Well done. Um, yes, well done. Um yeah, I think we're done with the arc for now. Like, yep. uh, it's coming out mid-year. It's only April. We will very likely see more more photos of this, and I'm sure we'll see in-hand images of it crop up in the next in the next few months. There's probably a YouTube video of it already. There probably is. <laughs> There's a YouTube video of everything else, right? Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, another another reveal. This uh, another reveal. I've I've scrolled that down to the wrong place. Another reveal was Kingdom. <laughs> 
Kingdom Wave 3, uh, which does contain a number of important, a number of important figures that we're gonna we're gonna sort of scroll past and, and have a look at. I, so we're looking at the the the, the, the renders for Rhinox, uh, who is, um, you know, looking at the size of him when he was held up on the live stream, I would have sworn that Rhinox was a Voyager, but he's actually a deluxe class figure. Really? Apparently so. So, so when he, huh. I'm, I'm pretty sure when he was announced on the stream, he was announced as a deluxe. You know, in actual fact, I do actually have the, um, I do have the press release for this open, and he is a Voyager, so never mind. Okay. Um, okay. They, they really, they really fudged the reveal of that. On the, on the <laughs> Thanks for the confusion, guys. But I mean, like, he is, a, he is a big boy. Uh, if you have a look mm. at that there, special mention also. Um, the so the Hasbro guys who are running the live stream. They made they made a few references during their live stream to a couple of things that have caused stirs in the community, and Rhinox was one of my favorite one of my favorite little jabs uh, that they got in because when they were when they were revealing Rhinox and they said um, yes look you know he's got he's got his Rhino mode which we've got on screen here and they said oh yes and if you look really carefully you'll notice that we did paint the bottom row of teeth. <laughs> oh yeah they also mentioned the tongue didn't they the teeth uh, the did tongue. they mention the tongue i'm not sure i think i was too busy yeah. laughing at the laughing at the teeth comment <laughs> oh yeah um someone someone made this comment to me the other day that um they thought it was they thought it was quite good that hasbro's been uh obviously like hasbro's designers designed the transformations but when it comes to the when it comes to the organic shells for the beasts They've been going to uh, they've been going to um, sculptors and people who actually know how these animals actually look to design their outer shells. Um, there was a um, there was a designer who who posted online that he was responsible for rat traps uh, animal design, which is not to say that he's responsible for how it transforms or anything, but um, excuse me. Um, so he was responsible for the outer shell design and you know um how how things look and you know like where where particular muscles are and things like that and so i i think it's worth calling out that hasbro's obviously gone to a lot of effort to get the beast uh to get the beast looks of these characters to look really really genuine and genuine like genuinely like the the animal that they're supposed to represent like there you go so we're looking at rhinox's uh rhinox's alt, alt mode here definitely like a, a really a really competent rhino design um a lot of texture to a lot of texture to the outer shells with the rhinoceros skin a lot of detail on the horns and again like detail on the eyes and uh, as you said bradley on the the mouth and yes there's there's a, a tongue in the mouth that's painted in in the appropriate colors as well so I, I like i think it's i think it's definitely worth calling that out i think it's also worth calling out that um more than any of the other beast figures that i've seen this one actually has a, like a very coherent um, beast mode. At least we haven't really seen it from the bottom, so we don't we don't really know how well it holds together. <laughs> I can see a hollow leg at the back, but come on, like it's a it's a rhinoceros that transforms into a robot. It's cool, right? Very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I went with the thrilling thirty when that was released. Mm. What was that? Was Many about years seven ago. or eight years ago, I think. Yeah, and there have been a few people that like the thrilling 30 mold that have just been absolutely bagging the shit out of this. And I don't think that's very good at all. 
I don't think it's very um, helpful. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, I think this toy looks good. I'm going to wait to see if this Rhinox actually appears in Kingdom, the cartoon, because I don't think it will just be a Beast Wars uh, rehash or something. I think Rhinox will be appearing in the Kingdom cartoon. Okay. Well, we hope so. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we didn't get it. We didn't get any new Earthrise characters out of the Earthrise series. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's because they were spending all the time building the uh, building the CGI models for Kingdom. The characters. Ark. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on the Ark. I mean, again, that they, they don't really spend that much time building the CGIs for these the, the things because they just use the toy cads. So who knows? Mm. <laughs> it, will, it will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the beasts look on screen. Mm. Um. Besides Rhinox, uh, we do have a, a G1 fan favorite. Trax is coming into into Kingdom in Wave Three. Uh, we are looking at the at the computer rendering of, of the figure, which makes it look pretty awesome. And um, his his car mode seems very accurate to his uh, to his G1 mode. He's got got the wings and everything uh, on his uh, on his robot mode. Uh, Trax is a Trax is a well regarded character. Um, are you guys are you guys impressed with this, or does it uh, not quite tick all the boxes? Uh, for me, it's a huge step up from the was it reveal the shield generation yes. one from like yeah. twenty ten. It's a huge step up from that, and I'm looking forward to uh, updating my tracks with uh, this guy. And he also does have the flying car mode. I don't know if we've got a picture of that or not. There's but a car mode. Have- there's a car mode with extra stuff, and there's a flying oh, there's car a flying mode. Car. There you go. There you go. Yay. Yeah, fly, flying cars were well known in prehistoric times to be photographed around volcanoes. <laughs> you guys um, remember in the cartoon? Was were the arms always stuck out like that when he went flying car mode? Because it. Looks I don't like believe it. so. Yes. No. Yeah. Were they? Were they? Really? Were? You, you did see grey boxes, which you know were the arms, Ooh. but I I don't think they were that pronounced. Yeah, this is like it's coming off the side of the body, like it's just sort of meant to be sticking there, like a thruster or something. I mean, it mm. feels it feels like that's sort of the only way you can really get the wheels up in order to get the wheels yeah. out, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- Tony, will you be replacing your tracks? Yeah. Well, actually, you guys remember a couple of uh, weeks ago, we were, Bradley and I were talking about how whenever you see a new character, sometimes you hear the voice of that character in your head, and mm. Jace, you don't have that because you grew up on the comics, no. but. Every time I see this, I go, gee, golly, gosh, guys. <laughs> I keep hearing I'd rather stay in my Disney auto mode. <laughs> it's time to deal with some street crime, Raul. <laughs> sorry. Uh, is it, like sorry, is, is, sorry, is Trax actually, like, is, does Trax live in Downton Abbey or something? Yeah. <laughs> That's how he speaks. He's, a, he's got exactly an amazing, unique voice. Yes. Well, gosh. Uh, he's a, he's, he sounds he sounds like a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> like that's, that's exactly how he talks, and, yeah. and that that was the one thing that always put me off of tracks. But I love the flying car mode. It's such an awesome idea that doesn't exist in any other characters. I don't think, at least not in the cartoon. I, I mean, I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Like a flying car is not a great disguise for an autobot. <laughs> they right? give it up on the disguise like by this point. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He sort of, yeah, he sort of got stuck mid transformation and discovered he could propel himself. Yeah, it always cracks <laughs> me up though. There was that one episode of the cartoon where he he does meet that street kid Raul, and he gets damaged somehow, and he asks Raul yep. to fix him, and Raul just lifts up the hood, and there's this one little black wire that's broken. So Raul gets some some masking tape or sticky tape, tapes it back up again, and all of a sudden, uh, tracks is fine again. <laughs> yeah, so and that's then later on, you, 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 later on, later on in the episode. 
Are you, are you suggesting that the G one <laughs> the G one cartoon might have oversimplified Cybertronian um, biology? I'm just suggesting that Ratchet had a very easy job, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he made it look difficult, but it was super easy. <laughs> you just need some gaffer tape. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> now, this is a definite uh, yes for me, though. I, I love this. This is such but, a great design. You, you guys are in agreement with uh, the 13th on YouTube. Hell yes for tracks. Gimme, gimme, says. Yes. Um, fantastic. I, I'm also quite... I'm also quite there for tracks, i got to say. Um, can, can I throw one slightly negative thing in there? Is that if you look at this picture that you've got on the screen, clear plastic for the windshield, what do we think about it, is that? Is that slightly dog? blue? It looks slightly, is it slightly blue. blue. It, is, it, it is blue, but it's transparent it? still. Okay. okay. I, I, I get yeah, a bit I, nervous I, about that clear plastic with the stress marks and stuff like that. It doesn't seem well, like Hasbro have been putting a lot of effort into reinforcing the clear plastic that they use uh, for, like, Earthrise Prowl, et cetera. That does that does seem a, a fair comment. Also, I think you might be right. I think it might actually be clear. I don't think it is right. blue, because according to the according to the CG render, it's clear. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's worth that's worth noting. Um, the Datsuns in Earthrise have been known to have breakage around their windscreens. Uh, the, the 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 pin that uh, flops around the windscreens uh, has been known to uh, yeah the the windscreen that. Let's links around the pin has been known to break off. So yeah, yeah it's something to be careful. Streak in particular, everyone be careful when you're transforming the roof of uh, Earthrise yeah. Blue Streak. It's it, it's it's been reported on all of the Datsuns uh, at mm. different at different stages at different points. Unfortunately, <laughs> I actually feel like it might also. So I've seen a lot come from the UK, and yeah. I wonder if it's actually I wonder if it's something to do with the climate, right? Like the UK's had winter over the last few months as these things have been released. And so I wonder if uh, I wonder if it's something to do with the temperature there because we ha we haven't had comparatively as many breakages in Australia I think so yeah I feel like there's something to do with the climate there. So this winter we're going to see a lot of breakages in Australia. This winter, this winter, leave tracks in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this winter, leave tracks in the box and open the ark instead. You trust me on this. You know, it's, it's funny you talk about heat marks and stuff like that, though, because I remember getting Earthrise Prime and leaving him in the car that was in the sun at the shopping center. And I remember coming back and opening him up and the arms felt a little bit weaker than I thought they should be. And that always freaked me out ever since. So there might be some validity to your to your heat, heat story there, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's. I think it's extremely poor form that you left Optimus Prime in the sun in the first place. Like, shame, <laughs> on, shame yeah. on you. Hey, Sunlight, it, how dare you? <laughs> at least it wasn't Unicron that I left in the car. That could have been mate, worse. Mate, and I put mate, the windows down as well so they could breathe a little bit, you know? Mate, I'm, I've unfriended, I've blocked, and I've reported you already. <laughs> <laughs> how, dare, how dare you do that to Optimus Prime? <laughs> he deserves better. It's the right of all sentient beings. It does, yeah, and coolness. Yeah. I mean, just like dogs in the car. That's dog right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now this looks great. Right. I love this one. Let's move on. Let's move on to slightly more, slightly more controversial figures. Um, this dude, uh, or do? Or, uh, well, do you remember so, the name? <laughs> quiet, you. I do remember the name. We are looking at <laughs> checks notes. Wingfinger. Wingfinger is. Wingfinger is the uh, the the latest. So it's the fossilizer for Wave Three. Um, 
there's an interesting there's an interesting discussion has uh, come about online about about whether Wingfinger is uh, is male or female because uh, the the alt mode demonstrates uh, both male and female characteristics I believe so could legitimately be referred to as either a he or a her so uh, in the in an effort to not offend anyone we shall call Wing, Wingfinger they so uh, Wingfinger comes as uh, comes apart as as you do for most fossilizers and uh, attaches back together and can transform into i assume it's a pterodactyl um or a pteranodon i don't know if that's just really? different or really i don't know i, I, don't I know. feel like it's a i feel like it's a pterodactyl because like the could the, be a pelican for with that big beak <laughs> coming out here should be like sort of where the wings would be yeah. Uh, and I think, the, I think the long beak makes it makes it makes it pterodactyl. This um, kind of reminds me of Swoop if he hadn't eaten for a little while. You know, he got, got a little hungry, and then the. Uh, the... I want. I want. Uh, all of the fossilizers like dead Dinobots. <laughs> they should be right. potentially. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, Wingfinger. Um, some things we're looking at some detail there, and uh, yeah, comes. With, into robot mode comes apart and it can attach to other other bots as we see here with uh, Earthrise Wheeljack, who we will also note is copying a re-release in uh, in Kingdom Wave three as well. Just in case you wanted a Wheeljack and you didn't have him already in the uh, in Earthrise or in the Netflix line, you got one more chance to get that Wheeljack, everyone. I don't think he's coming with any like different paint jobs. Or anything like is it that. Um, the Earthrise paint job or the Netflix paint job with the scuff marks? Looks to me like Earthrise. Earthrise. Uh, this this looks relatively oh, scuff free. Yeah. I think I think this is just a straight up re-release. Yeah. Um, now, so yeah. At this, finger. At, at this juncture, I'm wondering, Bradley, as the resident Beast Wars fan, do you? Because there's a lot of discussion on the Facebook page, as Jace mentioned, around Beast Wars generally. But in particular, there was a recent post about the number of figures that are that appear to be just bones. Right, structured in certain ways. But as a Beast Wars fan, do you sometimes look at this and go, you know what, it's a hard pass for me because it's just yet another collection of bones? Or is there a, or is there a bit of nostalgia for you in the cartoon where you kind of go, even though they are bones, they were in the cartoon, they were in the show, and I love the show, so therefore I'm going to get these? No, because there weren't any bone characters in the show. They're all flesh animals. It's a, oh. uh, it, it, is a, it is a bone of contention. Uh, oh, I just assumed yeah, I mean... all the bone characters were in the show. <laughs> no, no, the fossilizers are very new in Kingdom. Oh, um, there's, okay. there's no sort of, there's no Beast Wars um, uh, amalgam for them. They right. don't match up with anything. But so there's not even an established fan base to support the purchase of these things. You, you'd really have to be. It's just if you like to sort of beef up your existing toys maybe i yeah. did like i don't know if it's an official thing or not but they did show in the uh webcast the um combined mode of all the fossilizers yeah so so a lot of people have been doing this and uh, look, i will i will say to the to the question of you know like who exactly are these things aimed at i would just say maybe not us um kids appear to be having an absolute blast like taking apart fossilizers and putting them back together. It's the same thing as weaponizers from um, Siege and Earthrise. And I think they were I think they were weaponizers in both Siege and Earthrise, the figures that would sort of pull apart and attach things like things like fast track, uh, six gun and cog. And so these are just sort of a it's a it's a new evolution of of that gimmick where you can sort of pull apart a toy and put it back together the way that you want it to. And we've seen some really creative modes come out from from that. 
not just from using a single toy, but sometimes using, you know, three, four or five of the same figure and putting them, putting them sort of together into, like, like you said, Bradley, like a combined form as well. So I think, um, I think perhaps these, these things might not be aimed at um, those of us who, who can sit here and just sort of go, well, I don't know what this is and I don't want it. But <laughs> there is, there's, definitely, there's definitely a group of fans who are really enjoying these. Absolutely. Hmm. Having said that, it's a hard pass from me. When they were showing this guy during the, um, the stream, they specifically mentioned that one of the claps, the removable parts was a head, like a separate head. And that's when they showed the combined modes. That's why I was wondering if the fossilizers hmm. were actually meant to be a proper combiner or if the guy was just maybe showing off a fan mode he had created i so so if a hasbro designer creates a mode for something is it really a fan mode <laughs> that's deep that's philosophical there. i know i know right? yes. <laughs> um i mean there's nothing stopping you from combining all the fossilizers you could combine them even around a particular bot if you if there's enough ports and everything on it uh, like this is the point I was trying to make earlier. Like people are coming up with really creative ways to use these, and mm. like they're totally—they're totally not my thing. But like I enjoy—I enjoy that people are enjoying them, and people are having people are having a little bit of fun with them. I really want to see whether or not these things actually figure into the Netflix series, and I think they probably won't. But also, like I'm interested to see if they do. <laughs> It would be, uh, yeah, I can't work out how that would be incorporated into the show. I can't, but, I, I, I can't either. I can't yeah. either. And like, I feel like if the Netflix series does actually go to some length to incorporate fossilizers, it will be at the expense of something else that we'll, we'll, be, we'll be angry about and complain about. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just stick with Kingdom. You've got it. That's the show. You've just got to set the bar really, really low. And I wouldn't be surprised if all you see is, you know, we saw, was it, was it Dinobot's eye at the end of the Earthrise mm -hmm. show? But yeah, yeah, what, what if Dinobot's the only beast figure? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's either that yeah. and then maybe a little bit of Optimus Primal, uh, like the back of him in gorilla mode in a shadow somewhere. And then you see Kingdom Megatron walking around underneath a volcano, a quick pan shot to him and then away. And then we're back to Optimus Prime running around the, the, uh, the planet from one place to another with no real purpose. <laughs> That, that's it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Uh, I, I think I think you should probably like. Is the reason you don't have your camera on because you're actually FJ DeSanto? I am FJ DeSanto. <laughs> I'm busted now. Oh god. Fair enough. Let's <laughs> kick you off the podcast now. My cover's blown. <laughs> All right. Let's let, let's move on. Let's talk about the rest of the the rest of the wave three figures for. Yep. Um, the kingdom because uh, there's this this guy who's been extremely highly anticipated and very very confusing for transformers fans uh we are looking at a deluxe scorponok um yeah. and there's a there's a there's a lot he's got a lot going on in here right he's got these giant claws there's there's something inside there's something there's something inside the uh each of the claws that's a little bit different he's got yep. he's got frankly a scowling face he's got a big scorpion sting uh, uh and yeah like like the, there's a lot to like about about scorponok um it's been confusing the shit out of people who bought the earthrise scorponok last year like, <laughs> how did they shrink him down to a deluxe class well they didn't 
they didn't. And they do a thing called reusing names. It's it's to preserve trademarks, and here we are. Um, so there's his there's his uh, his CG render of his scorpion mode, and uh, if we go down here, we'll see some actual photographs as well. Um, so Bradley Scorponok, great Decepticon or the greatest Decepticon? Sorry, Predacon. Uh, well, in the show, he's a berserker. He doesn't really have a personality of his own. He always he always speaks like Scorponok, loyal to Megatron. So he's Lugner. Kind of. Or, or Scooby-Doo. But really dumb. He's not voiced by Frank Welker, Tony. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> doesn't have to be. <laughs> but he, he's pretty cool. He's Rock only uh, around in the he's only around in the first season. Uh, he's killed off very quickly in the second season. Um, he's very cool. He was hasn't it, had... Was his voice artist someone that was hard to get hold of? No. Okay. <laughs> they just they just did it so uh, they could sell more toys, but um, I've got the original. Unlike the Transformers Wars. franchise to do that. Yeah, yeah, I know. They just wanted to. Um, I've got the original Beast Wars Scorpionok, and it's very, very back heavy, and its knees are very weak, so it's prone. Like I, I have to have it stood like at the back of my collection with the tail leaning against the wall. Um. This is looking amazing, though. Uh, if you want to know what the things are in his claws, so that hmm. picture that we're looking this at looks right like now, a fly. it's his cyber bee. A cyber bee, right? Yeah. So he uses this as a scout. Ah, cool. So he la he launches it from his claw, and then he can see what it sees. So there's, so look, there's, like a, there's a lot of detail. Yeah, I guess. There's a lot of detail on that as well. It looks like there's at least two different two different sort of greys on it. The the eyes are painted red, and um, I've I've put the I've put the tooltip up right <laughs> over the red one. Sorry. Um, and you know, the, there's the the um, wing colours as well. Do you reckon this detaches? It looks like it might. Yeah, it does because um, they said that you can actually swap the claws, like the interiors <laughs> of the claws, so you can have you know one hand doing missiles, the other hand doing sabi. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, I just really like Scorponok because in um, Beast Wars, like he uses his claw hand with the missiles. He uses them really cool. He uses them in the first episode to boot Dinobot from the Predacons. And then uh, there's another shot where he's just endlessly firing missiles. He goes, and then he goes, so he, he actually does snap right, his. Are you, um, say, are you saying that Scorponok actually has a chick chick boom moment? No. <laughs> but he does um like when he transforms he sort of clips his pinches together like maracas and it's really cool and um cool. yeah like i said he's a berserker he's yeah just a brute um the only thing is a bit off is his beast mode but other than that i'm really looking forward to getting this guy so why is the beast mode off well it's just you know a cartoon thing he's um mm. His face is actually sort of like on the ground, and the claws are sort of not coming out of the sides of his head, but you know, like on the same level. Whereas here, we've got like the claws together, and his head's above them. I think I think it's actually I think it's really cool that he can actually sting his prey right in front of him, right? Like the stinger can actually reach down and do that. Yeah, well, the um the original Beast Wars toy does have a sort of like the tail is sort of folded up on itself. And you pull a lever, and it sort of extends but i don't think you can achieve this that we're seeing in this shot here so this is yeah. going to be 
really pretty cool. Mind you, at the same time, I don't think he ever actually stings anyone in the show. Maybe not. I mean, like he's a scorpion. He's a scorpion. So I was going to say he's a scorpion. Uh, he's a scorpion. So like that absolutely is something that scorpions should be able to do. Mm. Yeah. And Tiny. this could be something the uh, kingdom character does. Could be. Yeah. I mean, scorpion failed too. Uh, Tony, Kingdom, yes. Scorponok, what do you think? Yeah, I, look, I, I can admire the design. I, I think it looks really good. And you, you know how you were talking about Rhinox and the, the texture of the skin? I can see on the claws as well, there's a similar kind of texture that they've got there in this photo mm. uh, and across the tail as well. So it does look pretty cool. Uh, again, I, I'm just a bit agnostic to it because I, I, I don't understand the show. But but Bradley, if, if you were to put this Scorponok in terms of popularity, against the G1 cartoon, where would Scorponok kind of sit? Is he kind of mid-range, you know, more like a, I don't know, a Bumblebee-type character? Is he at the, the, the popular end, or where would you rank him? Um, I would rank him sort of mid to low. Like, okay. he doesn't, he's, he's not really particularly remarkable, and after he's gone from the show, you don't really miss him. So he's kind of like a wind I, charger I, or somewhere like that. It doesn't really appear oh, much, doesn't much. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't say skids, did I? No, um, <laughs> that would have hurt. So, so I, I feel like I feel like there's a bit of an undercurrent of people anticipating Scorponok, right? Once it once it became known that Kingdom was going to be sort of the the Beast Wars reference, like uh, yeah. people have been people have been sort of you know bit of a bit of a chant, bit of a, a you know, a, like I said, an undercurrent. People have been looking forward to seeing Scorponok, and I think. I think the figure was in one of the early leaked lists saying, yeah, Scorponok is coming. And so, you know, we've known that we've known that it'll happen for a while. And so, you know, here we are now looking at looking at wave three of Kingdom and, and yeah, there it is. And so I, I don't think I don't think it's a surprise that it's here, but um, I think I think a lot of people might be quite happy with the uh, with the design of the figure. I think it's just because if you look at all the other Beast Wars characters that we've gotten in Kingdom, they've had more than one release they've been released a few times uh whether it was in the original beast wars in generations or you know in another market mm. um beast wars scorpionock has had very few releases like i think there was just the original toy i think there might be a couple of robot heroes of him but there hasn't actually been another transformer of him since um beast wars yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't seem to be a character that's gotten much love from Hasbro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And this just looks amazing. I really like the um, the individual arachnid legs because the um, Beast Wars, the original Beast Wars Scorponok just has legs that are sort of taped together and then in robot mode they sort of become his ribs. Mm. But this one looks like they're all individually poseable, which is mm. pretty cool. I, f I feel like I feel like the, the um, individual legs might borrow from Black Arachnia. Um, mm. in, in there, so each of them, so in, in in Black Arachnia's case, each of them is like individually articulated and also quite strong as well. Like um, she can actually hold on to things and hang off things with those arachnid legs. So and she maybe Scorpion can do the same. Yeah, mm. yeah. It looks like this Scorpion might be able to hold itself up as well. Yeah, but that could just be a trick. Uh, possibly, we'll see. Mm. Shall we move on? There's, there's yep. two more. Any more figures that we want to talk about in here as well? Um, one is the the big the big purple guy. We've we've talked about quite a lot over the last few weeks. Galvatron, uh, leader class Galvatron coming in wave three of Kingdom. Uh, we're looking. We're finally looking at official photographs of him. So uh, Galvatron uh, does 
so does transform into his uh, his cannon mode and does come with uh the two extra the two extra guns which is not it's not really explained uh in the press release why those guns look like <laughs> um why those guns look like the uh, the the ships but uh, but there, mm. there we go um there is there yeah. is a another feature which i've uh, only just learned about is that the matrix can actually be removed from the chain because I thought it was yes. all one molded piece, but no, um... I, I'm pretty sure we've we've seen the matrix separately before. So we, we're looking at the back of the box there, and um, yeah, so so here's a lot of the figures. There is there a photograph of him holding the matrix or something? No, I mean he's, he's a he's a good poser. Um, <laughs> What is that? So, so look, we've looked, we've looked at Galvatron before. Um, is he, is he still a, a must buy? Is he a maybe buy? Like, where, where do you guys fall on him? Must. <laughs> must yeah, definitely must must, must. must. I think the photos like this one on the screen with the uh, the little wheels on his uh, arms that don't really help the cause. <laughs> I know they. I, 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 I know. I know what you mean. With the tank treads just sort of like yeah. sticking out well, well past the elbow. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I agree. <clears throat> but still still a must buy i'm curious though bradley why they would actually have a detachable matrix from this like what for what purpose would that it's just a repaint from the earthrise optimus prime no no is, I, it, I read it. is it actually like he actually this matrix looks a little bit different yeah. no it is actually the same because they said um this toy is the reason why earthrise optimus prime's matrix is hollow in the back <laughs> right because you actually oh, wow. that's how you attach that via the chain because there's like a plastic nub at the end of that chain and then the matrix just goes around that okay <laughs> i see yeah all right well yeah that does that does explain it quite well then hmm. sorry tony what was your question again no no the question was why you'd even need that like in, in no point in the movie does he take the, the the matrix off the chain it's always attached to it well so he, sure. he gets it when he originally gets it from magnus he's holding it loose Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Having having watched the movie last night, I can't confirm that that is true. <laughs> and also with the cannon mode, the uh, Matrix actually does plug in under his chest. I thought it would just be hanging off the cannon, but no, it actually yeah. plugs in. Ah. Well, so the chain isn't really that much of a chain, so like it'll just sort that's... of sit there. Yeah. 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 But it does um, plug in directly. Like there's a little T cross on the back of the uh, chain and more. Well, plastic oh, cool. thing and it plugs into the cannon so you can yeah you get this sort of weird cannon with a matrix attached to it no i was just gonna say it's weird because you never actually see him i only just learned this recently um when you see galvatron with the matrix on him and when he transforms and attacks unicron there's an animation area. He doesn't have the matrix around him. So you never actually see him in canon mode with the matrix hanging off. I mean, when, but when he transforms and attacks Unicron, isn't he about like five pixels large? No, you can actually fully see him. He's full sized. And he just, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the matrix on. Unicron picks him up, swallows him, and suddenly he's got the matrix back on his neck. <laughs> but isn't there a bit when, when he's fighting Hot Rod inside? Unicron's gut, isn't he? Doesn't he turn into cannon mode with the matrix around him and start not, firing? Uh, he, he does. He does transform into cannon mode. I'm not sure whether the matrix. Is is the, no, where's the matrix then? Then because he wouldn't he be holding it? Look, where does Prime's trailer go? Like you know, I mean, come on. That goes. I mean, to I mean, up is down, left is right. It's yeah. communications. 
<laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Okay, but actually, in this picture though, what's interesting about the the tank treads is that I don't recall there being tank treads in the animated version either. And yes. why we need them for the toy? What are they actually like? No, they, they have sure there are tank treads. Yeah. He does have tank. He also does have tank treads on the back of his arms in robot mode in the uh, cartoon. Does he really? Okay, I need yeah. to look at the cartoon closer. I'm obviously yeah. missing a lot. Um, the... uh, they're, they're a lot sleeker, let's say, right? Like they yeah. they can they can look a little bit more like just a platform, but they are tank treads. Okay. Yeah. I always just thought they were flat little platforms that sit on the ground, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. Do you mean do you, do you mean platforms? <laughs> you can put yourself in the sin bin for that one, Jace. <laughs> no, 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 I refu <laughs> I refuse to do that because I actually got I got a I got a, 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 a snigger out of Bradley. So yeah. Oh, fair enough. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking forward to the fact that this Galvatron you can actually um, pivot up so you can shoot up the stairs and hit Starscream. Yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of having to, instead of having to put him on a Lego brick or something. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, very, a very important question has come in from uh, from a live viewer. Uh, Titans Return Galvatron versus Kingdom Galvatron. Which will be better? Tony, go. That's not even a question. That's I know. not even a question. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> Facebook user, anonymous Facebook user. The Titans Return Galvatron had that stupid little helmet on. That would ne I don't know about you guys, but I, it would never sit right on mine, so that the half sorry, of the I, helmet I, would obscure their face and the, and I, the I, eyes. I, I, I gotta say, we had we had the we had a Titans Return Galvatron on the table last night at the uh, the sort of the, the the post the post movie screening event, and like my hatred for the figure, I feel is disproportionate to how bad it actually is. Right, like um, the main problem with that figure is the stupid stuff where the headmaster goes in but like otherwise he's he's all right like the the can yes the cannon sort of the can the arm cannon but he's also is, a triple changer jason i don't i don't care that he's a triple changer but like um but he's like got three he's, modes he's pretty nicely poseable besides that he also well before siege and well before siege and earthrise and and so on uh, made it standard he also has ankle tilts like he's not yeah. he's not actually that bad. So like I will I will be the one who actually says, hey, you know what? The Titans return Galvatron, not actually not actually that much of a dumpster fire. However, to however to to completely agree with uh the thirteenth, the Kingdom all the way. <laughs> Absolutely. I refuse to waste my money on Titans Return. I did waste my money on Titans Return and then I sold it off and I have open play Big Cannon instead. And uh anonymous Facebook user also says, Lol, I didn't mind the Titans Return version, which like fair enough. You know, it, well it, I've got the um fine. I've got the TR version customized, you know that? So it, he's not a headmaster anymore. He's um, like an all one, one-headed guy. So, he's a one-headed oh, guy. He's a one-headed guy, yes. <laughs> um, but I'm I just mean, really looking forward to Except for Rack and Ruin, aren't most Transformers one-headed guys? <laughs> well, I mean, there's this guy who's just one head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm just really looking forward to this because having an official Galvatron that doesn't have a ridiculous headmaster gimmick. Yes. Spot on. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, also, like, let's look at that face sculpt as well. Like, that's 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 pretty gorgeous. Is there a close-up or did I go past it? I think I went past it. I think you like, went past it. It's a pretty, yeah, it's it's a pretty nice face sculpt. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just mm. that battle damage, guys. Just that battle damage. That's the very mm, minor yeah. point. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I got nothing for you, though. But, yeah. Yep. No, that's. He, uh, I think he was a bit scuffed up when he got pulled out of the lava at the beginning of season three. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. But <laughs> and all, all of these photographs are suspiciously taken around the lava pit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yep. All right. Galvatron, pretty much going to be bought by I think most most Transformers fans in Australia, assuming it gets here. Uh, let's move on and uh, look at official photographs finally of Commander Class Rodimus Prime. Now uh, we do know that this guy's quite quite large. Now we've uh, we've we've been given he's Commander Class. He, well, yeah, I mean he's Commander Class. Uh, there is obviously sort of the split between the the, the cab robot and the trailer, but uh, look, there's a lot of excitement over this guy a lot of people have, a lot of people are very excited to have a large uh, a large Rodimus Prime uh, figure with the the sort of you know the, the G1 the G1 trailer and things to play with um look what do you what do you guys think I am beyond excited and then when I saw the matrix I was like really really far beyond excited for it so I just I want it now now cuz um like I legit thought, because Commander Class, I was picturing this guy the size of Jetfire. But then mm. when we saw the photos a few weeks ago of him standing next to Studio Series Hot Rod, it's like the perfect um, sort of evolution, you know, between instead of actually being the evolution set we got with Power of the Primes. Um, this he, do actually... he does certainly seem to borrow quite a few of that uh, that figure's tricks and. I think having seen having seen that it is actually much larger now, yeah, I'm totally there for it. I think I think it's been it's been very well done. Yeah, I think mm, I'm and actually like oh. oh sorry, Bradley, you go. I was just gonna say like the face sculpt. I really like how he you know, just like when after he opened the Matrix, he he's become like a seasoned mature fighter. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. A couple of things for me. Uh, if you could stay on that shot there, Jace, of the uh, the vehicle mm -hmm. mode, like um, it's not clear plastic, but it is more transparent uh, than than the old hot rod figure <laughs> uh, in terms of being able to see inside. Uh, that's mm. not necessarily a problem, by the way. But I, I just again, I get that sort of nervousness around the clear plastic. So I wonder whether there'll be reports of people having you know, stress marks across the top there. Um, but also the box art. That's another reason for me to get this. Like, how amazing was the? If you scroll up, Jace, the, the actual box art on this thing looks. The fantastic. box art is pretty impressive, isn't it? Oh my god, that's another good reason to to get this thing. The the one thing that's interesting to me is that there's that green circle design that's hanging behind him, which I assume is something to do with the sword of Primus, because it's also on the back of the box, and he's standing on that same green circle. I don't know what significance that actually has. I think I think it's his dream catcher. <laughs> he writes I, it up on his vision board as well yeah. I, I, I gotta say I was actually wondering if this might be something to do with the golden disc stuff for, um, for Beast Wars right. or Beast right. Wars sorry for Kingdom I don't know maybe. Is, yeah maybe we don't like we don't really know what significance the golden disc has and it does look like it's it does look, it's almost like one of Doctor Strange's uh, spells or portals, <laughs> yeah. right? The Eye of Agamotto mm. or something like that, yeah. Yeah. So would you guys say that this pretty much confirms Rodimus Prime is going to be appearing in the Kingdom cartoon? Because I, no. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I, I'm not familiar with the story of, what's it, the Sword of Primus or whatever it is he has? Yeah, is that an established obs- relic? Or? It's an obscure IDW comic, I think, which was from like 12 years ago. And there's some quest oh. that uh, Rodimus has to go on where he has to choose between the sword and a gold disc. And he chooses the sword and that's the right option. Uh, I vaguely recall reading it ages ago, but it wasn't anything to write home about. So I don't necessarily know why this is uh, why this is here, unless it's just to sort of have something to swap for for Grimlock to give him a sword to carry that, like a proper a proper one. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, so it is the sort of promise. Uh, the press release says inspired by the one featured in the comic books. So fair enough. Yeah. Look, um, you know what? I I kind of think it's a good look to give Rodimus a sword. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does make him look more warrior like. Um, a little bit more like Springer as well with Springer with the swords. Mm-hmm. He also right. looks a bit more stoic when he's just sitting there holding a sword, and he's still riddled with um, self doubt. He looks a bit more stoic when he's holding a sword. That's true. That's, that's your answer to crippling anxiety. Grab a sword. Yeah, hold a sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah why the, the I, just, I remember mentioning, guys, um, I, I read somewhere that apparently the trailer or the Winnebago is meant to clip into or connect into Omega Supreme. Yes. Did you guys read that as well? It it does. They confirmed it. They showed the connector during the um, the stream. Right, right. I think, it's, cool. I think it's that there at the end of the ramp you can see a couple of little nubs yes yes so yeah they did say it connects to omega supreme that but they didn't say if it connects to other because i thought they all had the same connector type didn't they oh like Like it it doesn't it doesn't actually you know i was gonna say it doesn't look like the ramp connector type but i think there's actually it's almost like there's two levels to it i think the ramp connector type might be below there it might just be that it connects to anything like anything with the ramps Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it's so a nice little sort of side gimmick. I'm not sure how many people would actually end up using it, but uh, <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> oh, maybe you can attach it to the arc. Oh, <laughs> yes. With a gold maybe, disc. Maybe the arc has a ramp connector inside one of the legs. That's why they haven't put gap fillers in. <laughs> yes. You sound so defeated, Jason. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but these um, photos do, do, the, do the figure a lot more justice than what uh, what we saw in that Figure King magazine because um, yes. they, they still look amazing. Because so. like I said, I, I had Commander Class. I thought this is just going to be a gigantic Rodimus, which no one really needs because there was a gigantic Rodimus in one episode of the cartoon, but I don't think you need to make a toy out of it. But I'm really looking forward to getting this. Yes. Definitely. So um looks like he'll be like Skylinks available at the Big W toy sale mid year. Um hopefully like Skylinks also at a discounted price of $120. Mm. Yeah, I've seen some prices online for about 160. That seems to be the going rate. Yeah, so so the so the commander class last year had an RRP of 150, but um right. came out came out early at the Big W toy sale at 120. Yes. And I mean you they regularly dip below 100 as well. Um, like mm. if, you, if you keep an eye on the listing on Amazon, if you don't have to have it right at release, you know, you can play a bit of the long game and watch for it and watch for the prices. And like, it will come down. I think, I think we I have to have it now. $80 or so. <laughs> I have to have it now. <laughs> Jace, where would you put your money on it appearing first? Would you say Big W or would you say like, you know, similar to um, Hot Rod, how it came out in a toy mate in Fountain Gate in Victoria? Uh, so, so, 
So I would uh, I would put my money uh, on exactly the words that were posted by Ausformers uh, yesterday about this, which says uh, to be released first in Australia at Big W for June toy sale. Right, right. But do, do you normally see Toy World and Toy Mates and those sorts of um, retailers get them before Big W? It's like, like you say, you say normally, but like this thing has only happened twice before, and we like the first Commander class was not widely released in Australia, so okay. we've got one. We've got one thing to go on, and that was Skylinks. Skylinks was released first at Big W and made it to other stores like Maya several months later. Right. So. I would I would expect much the same to happen. I'd expect much the same to happen with Rodimus. The landscape has changed slightly in the in the past year, though, right? Um, EB Games has really come up as uh, like a, a retailer that brings in a lot of these transformers and stuff. Um, I've I've heard that EB Games has already placed an order for the Ark and for Rodimus Prime, but. Mm. Um, whether or not they get that stock, uh, uh, you know, at the same time as Big W gets their stuff, or if it comes through later in the year, is another question entirely. So, like, I think I think this stuff will be available at EB Games, but um, whether it's available at launch or if uh, uh, remembering last year that Skylinks was actually available for the first time anywhere on the planet at the Big W toy sale, like we got it first. Um, there was a there was a there was a, a big thing, like a bunch of bunch of fans sort of. You know, got together to actually send a thank you to Hasbro for uh, releasing it first in Australia. So, you know, there, I, there's precedent for this stuff, um, sort of hitting Big W first. Uh, and I think, I think we also, bearing in mind in 2020, we all cleaned out uh, our local retailers of Transformers, which I think has made Hasbro sit up and take a little bit more notice of the Australian market for releasing figures here. Yes, I yeah. think um, with Skylinks, I don't think I. Got him at the toy sale because I don't think he was he was either sold out really fast or they didn't get stock of him on day one. Yeah, I think that happened over in over in WA. Um, like yeah. he did, he was at retail stores in Sydney, but yeah, mm. I, I don't think it was I don't think it was easy to get over 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 west. Yeah, he's no, still I in my local up... big W for about one hundred and twenty nine bucks at the moment. So yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, he's still he's still around in some stores and uh, like I said online. I mean, look. Uh, the, the Skylinks is probably even one of the easier figures to get, actually. Like, <laughs> like people would walk in and just go, "Oh, there's still a Skylinks at Maya. Thanks, it's sitting next to those grapples." But yeah, yeah, I think it's a grapple sitting there, going, "Hold my beer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's move. Let's move on. Um, we do. We do need. We've got. A, we've got three more things that we need to talk about, and uh, it is. It is time to time to get a Can move on. Can I throw yep. one quick thing before we do close out on Rodimus? Go on. The, we haven't seen a picture yet of Rodimus next to Galvatron. And mm. uh, I know you, um, you, Jace, I don't know you, you, Bradley, but I know, Jace, you're not a stickler for scale, but but I am. And I feel like I'm a bit nervous about how tall Rodimus is going to be standing next to Galvatron and whether it's going to look okay. That's my oh, only you, final thought. So, so there might be. There might I think be a there photo. Are. Yeah, I think there are photos. I'm, oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying to load the load up the Transformers Facebook page because they showed they showed more photos of uh, all of these things together. So, yes. in your in your mind's eye, Tony, how tall should Rodimus be compared to Galvatron? He is a smidge shorter than Galvatron, like a smidge. Mm, let's like, go here. Oh, that's not really working. Because you got to remember, like at the very end of the movie when he first becomes Rodimus Prime, he's actually quite a lot taller than Galvatron. 
Is he? Because I remember he picked up. He got. He gives. He, he was having a movie last night. I can say with some authority, this is true. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. then there's a bit where he runs up to Galvatron, gives him a bear hug before he throws him out the window. But it, but in that scene, it it didn't look like Gal, uh, Rodimus was taller than Galvatron. Yeah, but Galvatron was standing on his feet, and he punches up, and he hits yeah. Rodimus in his chest. Okay. Yeah, no, he, no, he's he's so when so Hot Rod does noticeably get much larger as as yeah. Rodimus. So yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I remember that I'm, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just relative to Galvatron, I don't recall him being that that massive. But okay, that's interesting. But at the same time, though, you very rarely actually see Galvatron and Rodimus confront each other during the cartoon. True, true, it's true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that there's a, so this the photo that might have them all in it is not actually there. There are wait, I'll, I will bring this up. This is this will be amusing. Um, yeah. so that's, is that's it a digi bash uh, like the Galvatron from the last episode? It's not a digi bash, right? It, it, was this the photographs that you were thinking of the the the, the full wave photos, Bradley? Uh, no, I thought there was actually like a fan couple of fan oh, photos. No. Uh, so, yeah. so, so, so the Transformers Facebook page released these photos, right? And so, like, you've got half a diorama here, <laughs> and then you've got half a diorama there. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you put them both together, you've kind of got Rod Rodimus and Galvatron together. But like, yeah. they yeah. aren't together. The only However, thing that connects it, them is the arc. <laughs> no, but if you look at this, like, there's Trax's gun, and so like, oh, yeah. they are literally two halves of the same image. So, like, if we, if I was to like flick them really fast. Um, yeah, one that, that helps a we'll lot. Give, we'll give, we'll give whoever's, we'll give whoever's, we'll give whoever's, we'll give whoever's watching the stream a fit. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it doesn't help. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. no I think I think Rodimus would have to be taller anyway to justify the commander class price. Yeah, I think but he's I think not like. No, hang on. Remember, they're using the Winnebago to justify the Commander class price. They're, they're, they're using they're making... multiple things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're using, they're using the Rodimus as a, as a leader class figure, but at a Commander mm. class price because of all the extra stuff that they're throwing on top. All right. Uh, Actually, um, yeah. Let's move on. on. Yeah. Well, I was, was going to say, say, here's here's a question: Are we paying for a Commander class size figure, but not getting a Commander size bot? Yes. Um, as you said, I think I think the the trailer is sort of the justification for the commander class price point. Um, the bot does seem as large as Galvatron, if not slightly larger, and then the trailer is sort of bonus bonus bits mm. beyond that. Is that right? Bonus plastic, yep. yeah, extra plastic <laughs> that you can attach right. to your city bots. <laughs> yeah, bonus extra plastic ramps. Yeah, that, that's mm. basically it. Yeah. All yeah, right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, we're done. We're, we're done. We're going to talk about this year's Centurion pack next. No, we're uh, not. This... Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. All right. So this is so this so this is Tricranius, um, which is very much this year's Centurion pack. He's a deluxe scale figure that comes with an accessory pack, and in the case of Tricranius, um, he is so he's a he's a fossilizer figure, which is very much in the spirit of Centurion last year being a, a weaponizer. And the blast effects come in a, a variety of colors as long as you're happy with blue and red or, or, or <laughs> aqua, pink, and, aqua and pink, we might go <laughs> with, right? So um, I got to say, like, as I said, I'm not really, I'm not really on board with the, the fossilizers, but the, the red and orange and black colors on this one, I actually think are pretty hot. And I think this might be my first fossilizer. 
Well, no, I know Jason, it's my, stay strong. I know, no, I know it's my first fossilizer because I've already pre-ordered it, right? Because like, Aww. no, because like, I'm I'm not I'm not dumb, right? Because I saw what happened to the Centurion pack last yeah. year, where people are people are trying to acquire it for like four million dollars now. So uh, apparently, it's really important to get that oversized gun for uh, Earthrise Prime. But um, like. This is this is kind of our fault, right? Like we saw the accessory pack on Centurion last year, and as one as one, the community went, "Yeah, oh, that's cool, but can you do it with blast effects?" Well, this is what happens when you ask Hasbro, "That's cool, but do it with blast effects." Is you get blast effects. Um, can, so can I just say, I, I yeah. kind of disagree that this is the same uh, level as the Centurion pack, really, because I okay. feel like the yeah. the Centurion pack had some really great little bits that were very oh okay no, that, 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 like, that's fine but that, like you're talking about like whether it's elevated as a must buy like it's clearly this year's centurion pack right it's a generation break apart figure with a box of accessories yeah if you mean i'll give you a figure that no one really cares about plus a whole mm. box of crap then yes that it is very much like this yeah that was exactly what i was getting at but having said that though the box of there are different levels of quality crap <laughs> 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 because i think i think the uh, i would not uh spend the money on this one because of the blast effects because i feel like mm. you get enough I mean, I, I, we're, all, we're all collectors, right? So we've got a, an accumulation of random blast effects lying around as well. But the colouring of these, I, 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 have, I have, I have like a, an in-flight zip-up, uh, like amenities bag full of blast yeah. effects, right? So like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 totally, I, I totally, take that on holiday. I totally agree. I don't think the blast effects are as desirable as the accessories. Yeah. Pack. They're just missing something. The colouring, right? yeah. But I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> you already have. Yeah. Well, I already have. <laughs> For from for me, I mean, like I'm I'm a dummy, as Jason would say, because I didn't get Centurion. I don't know why I didn't get him right away, but here I am, like a year later, still hopeful. Not gonna lie, but then I see this guy, and I'm like, I don't think this guy will have as high a demand. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't I don't think he'll be as I don't think he'll be as as well in demand as um, Centurion was. Like for one, like Centurion was Centurion hit on both the character front because like it was people something people went oh actually you know I, I could add a Centurion to things. No, I don't think that Tricranius is a like a, a much in demand character, and I do think that the blast effects could well have been done in different colors. That might have been nicer. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 a totally fair it's totally fair to be down on it. Um, I'm just trying desperately to justify the fact that I've already ordered it. But yeah, I'm not <laughs> even. Is it, is it, I'm, I'm, it I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with the blast effects because I what, don't. What I don't display my characters with blast effects on. I only display Hot Rod with the Matrix blast effect. But what I'm thinking is, see the three pieces uh, on the left hand side at the top. Like you got the bigger mm -hmm. blast and the middle blast and the. I reckon you can put them on a matrix. <laughs> it's a similar color. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Although the matrix doesn't have a standard uh, a standard connector port, so like it's everything Ooh. needs to be custom made for. Right, yeah, I'll get rid of it then. <laughs> I wonder if this was the same price point as the Centurion pack. Was it, it around is. the same price? It yeah. Is. See, I think I think you're getting ripped off then 
for, for this. <laughs> you're swapping blast effects for, you know, Prime's gun. You've got a little mini roller. You've got a little mini Megatron. Oh, God. All that great stuff that was in that pack, which I like Bradley. I now regret not getting at the time. But compared uh, to this, I mean, come on. It's chalk and cheese. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? Why would anyone get this? But remember, Tony, Jason takes photos for uh, Instagram and Twitter, so he could actually use the blast effects for a practical... Ah, fair call. I, I, I yes. could, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying like, to help like, you I, justify I, this, Jason. <laughs> hang on. Like, I look over here, right? Do you, do you see... Wait on. Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself up full, like, in here, right? So I, I do this right. right. Do you see this? This, this thing up this has got blast effects in it. This is where my blast effects are. Can you hear that? That's the blast effects that I have in my collection. Do you know where they sit? Over there. <laughs> so you so, just paid all that money for that blast effects thing to fill up that little toiletries bag, essentially, yeah, is what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> my, yeah, my, 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 my in-flight toiletries bag requires um, feeding, like Unicron. So, yeah. I'm just worried that like, if you go on holiday and you're in a rush... And then you get to your destination, you open up your bag, like, blast effects. Where's my toothbrush? <laughs> blast it. Does anyone have any thoughts on Tricranius, the character that's included in the pack? Or I, no I won't there? be trying Tricranius. <laughs> I was literally just saying then that I think I agree with you that the colors look, look really good. I like the, yeah. the, the, the black and the orange. That's a nice color scheme. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I like that you said that you were literally saying it when you didn't, but yes. I did. I was about, I was, I was trying to get it out, but you keep cutting me off. <laughs> I think, I think he looks like, like his, um, his beast mode does look like a pretty badass nightmare from hell, but not yeah. really enough for me to justify purchasing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring up our friend the 13th. He says, yeah. I think he looks good, but I still don't like it. <laughs> I agree the 13th. He does yes. look he does look interesting, but not not purchase interesting. He's yeah. like he's reading our minds, except for Jace. My mind is blank. Um I will say so in his in his robot mode, right? Like I feel like the colors that they've given this fossilizer give give this almost a more coherent robot mode right like he doesn't look like the sort of bony mess that a lot of the others look at because like there's there's like specific colors on specific parts of him look i think it's I mean, fair to say he, he he won't be up on the shelf this guy won't be up on your shelf billy that's, that's true that's true no he right. won't you're you're, you're quite <laughs> correct yeah <laughs> he's not gonna be there <laughs> uh yeah, special, when, mention, um... special mention not that it will matter uh is <laughs> I'll explain why I find this hilarious. Um, if we're, we're looking at a photo of the box now, it's your typical Gen Select box. Notably, it's not branded Generation Selects this year. Um, it is just branded Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy. Um, it's a brown box, brown box, blah, blah, blah. But when you open it up, there's color print inside the box. Thanks a bunch, Hasbro. You've made it really easy to display something that like attract people because we have to open it up. Um, I went to the I went to the Penrith toy sale as we talked about a, a couple of weeks ago, and I had just a pile of brown boxes on the table in front of me, and so I'm like, all right, like I'm going to open up one of these. So like I opened up the shattered glass set and just sort of propped it up open, and immediately people went all came walking past going, oh that looks interesting. It's like <laughs> the mo the most interesting part of these brown box transformers is what's inside them, but you've sealed it and you have to 
like cut it open to look at the interesting part in order to attract people to buy them like what is the point of putting the color print <laughs> inside the box i agree the only way you can really display them is um you know on the side how they got like the white label saying what character is actually inside that's the only yes. reason that's the only real way you can display them but it's true <laughs> you know what actually you know actually i'm actually just i'm, I'm actually wondering Given the way that these boxes go together, can you flip it inside out? Is that why this is the way that it is? Like, is it, I mean, I mean, we all we all know how to like how like assembling boxes are like. I feel like I feel like this might be a reversible box. I think it could be because it's got the War for Cybertron on the inside, um, yeah. and I think the sides are just sort of overfolded, aren't they? So you just fold them back and outside. You fold, them, fold them the opposite way. I think the box. I think the box might be reversible, guys. But you have to Pretty open sure they it. Would have that, like, uh, maybe they did. Let me let me let me scroll through the thing. Like, <laughs> no, I, I think you've me. just justified the value now. No. <laughs> yeah. Turn it inside out, shattered glass style on the box. You know, I, I, and you have to cut it open to do that, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no, I've, I like I've, looked, I've opened I've opened the press release for Tricranius, and the word box does not feature in it. So no, that is not correct. But I think it is. I think it's correct. So, yeah. What about reversible? Is that in? Is that in the um, press release? Reversible. No. Oh. Can, no. can you check for the words bin or garbage? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. The searching garbage, <laughs> garbage. Oh, tiny. It's come up with your comment. Oh, oh there we go. And, and is it a picture of your face next to it? Yeah! <laughs> it's a picture of my face sneering. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. a, that's a good idea. That I like the reversing of the box. That's a, that's not a bad idea. This is, the best, about the, this is the best. Wait, wait, wait. This is the best thing that you've been able to come up to say about this figure is that you, you like the fact that you can reverse the box. Reverse the box. And that says a lot about the figure, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> to reverse the polarity of the box. But yeah, you know, I was thinking about do you, do you guys remember with, uh, maybe you didn't get it, but the Galactic Odyssey Ratchet and um, Lifeline? Mm. I remember mm. opening up that box and there's a nice little solar system with mm. the map and everything yeah. is paradigm. And I remember thinking, what a shame. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm going to try reversing it. Yeah, try reversing I'm, it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the most, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag reverse the box. <laughs> yeah. The, the most interesting thing about this, right, is that um, <laughs> do you know what I do with most gen select boxes? Don't um, say you I, chuck them out. No, I what well, no, but I I reuse them to post things because the the gens are like the last <laughs> one are slightly larger, slightly larger than a, a regular deluxe box. So like when I'm posting a deluxe figure to someone, I just stick it in a gen select box and tape it up and off it goes. Uh, I go, you're not going to be doing really that well. with this one. <laughs> no, I might, I might. I don't know. We'll see. This but is at the same time. Look, looking at this, you can actually see the green and pink blast effects. So that justifies. Them only having two colors. It's true. It's true. The, the artwork <laughs> does actually dictate the um the color of the blast effects, doesn't it? Well, there's. I mean, mm. okay. If we're going to look at the artwork, first of all, purple blast effects. <laughs> fine, fine, Tony. <laughs> we'll look at the artwork. <laughs> what kind, I, what kind I, of I, hue I, is it, Tony? <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. I've got a clear. I right? know. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that would make more sense. But but also look at the character and the way that it's painted versus yeah. what you're getting in the box, right? So it's like someone's turned like the saturation white. way up on the figure in the box, right? But but the figure on the box doesn't even have any differences in color. It's all the same color. 
No, it does. It does. You can see he's got red red limbs. You can see he's got black ribs. Yeah. It's as extreme as the orange and black on the figure. Like I said, said, it's like like someone's turned the saturation way up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Saturation. Okay. That that must be what Michael (laughs) Jackson had. He turned the saturation way up on his skin color to to make himself white. Stop. stop. We'll be kicked off YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Right, that's enough. That's enough. No one said anything about Michael Jackson. <laughs> right, you just said it again. Shit. <laughs> Don't mention the war. <laughs> I mentioned it once, but I got away with it. <laughs> uh, classic, classic. The saturation right. argument. I love it. Okay, let's move All on. Right. We're gonna we're gonna move on from Tricranius um, to something that's actually like uh, perhaps depending on your depending on your budget, maybe kind of cool. Um, we have seen this quite a lot over the last few years um roboson has uh partnered up with hasbro or rather let's get let's let's tell it the way it is hasbro has partnered up with roboson a um programmable robotics manufacturer to make official the transfer the auto transforming optimus prime that we've seen in random facebook videos for the last five years do you guys remember seeing these videos Yes. yes. Yeah. It was a Chinese yeah. video, wasn't it? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a Chinese company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's so, the same. Roberson, the same company from yes. that five years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, I didn't know. It that. is. So, so like, we've seen we've seen these videos for many many years. What I, what I've what struck me about them is that every time. Like every time they go around, because like they'll go around, then someone will notice them, and then they share it again, and then I think the company would release an updated video, it's like, hey, here's what we've changed and everything. It gets better every time. Like over the last few years, this figure has evolved in like I say in front of our eyes, but sort of like not really in front of it, but like whatever. Every time you see it, it was slightly better. Like the transformation was better, or he's got a better pose, or you know, it's it's remote controllable via the app and stuff. And so this time they've added uh, they've added like voice commands to it. And they've not only not only do they add voice commands to it, they've also added like Peter Cullen recording yep. responses back. So mm-hmm. like when you say when you say, hey Optimus Prime, uh, Peter Cullen's voice is greetings back mm-hmm. at you. It's like it's more responsive than Google Home. Like if he, if I could get Optimus Prime to turn my lights on and off, I'd fucking do it, right? Um, but so we've we've seen this we've seen this evolve in front of our eyes for the last few years. It has been unclear whether you've actually been able to order this this figure before, right? Because this video, these videos keep coming out, but people have seen them and just gone, fuck, I mean, I want to order it. And so they find like, like random, random friend, friend squad robot.com. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're going to sell you the trans auto transforming Optimus Prime. And it's like buying from Wish, right? Like you, you put an order in for the transforming Optimus Prime and you get like a Titans return nor or something in the mail. And then you have to go pursue your credit card company for it. I don't know anyone who's actually been able to order one of these things previously and get it. What I think has actually happened, right, is that Roberson has realized that if they want to market their auto transforming Optimus Prime in the West, they need to get a proper Transformers license. And so they went and did it. And so they so they've gotten together with Hasbro and they've they've evolved their character and like when I say evolved like this does look better than every other version of this like like they've they've really honed in on making it look like Optimus Prime and they've also if I can find the right photo for it like they've really nailed the head sculpt as well. Mm. So like like I I I think that's one thing that they they never really had right before. 
Uh, they, they didn't have the head sculpt right. It's still got this weird sort of like flat trailer thing at, at the back that just flips down to become the feet. But like, you know, who cares? Um, it is an automatic transforming. It is an automatic transforming Optimus Prime. It responds to voice commands. It's controllable via an app. Um, and yeah, like it, it, it's it's cool. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff that like we can we can play in this, and it's gone to the wrong video. Like I bet it has. <laughs> it's gone back to the. It's, oh, actually, you know what? Like this is this is all right. Like so, um, Hasbro released a video. Um, <laughs> Hasbro released a video during Pulse Fan Fest with uh, freaking Jay and Silent Bob. Um, demonstrating the Robus and Optimus Prime. So you can see there, you know, sort of he's moving around, he's quite articulated, responds to voice commands um, and can strike a bunch of battle poses and everything. Like it's, it is undoubtedly cool. And, you know, so he walks forward in like a, a very haphazard way that like will, will totally, <laughs> totally be killed by Megatron. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, like he's remote controllable. He, he Obviously, he transforms and stuff, and like so, you know, he can he can attack things, and it's 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 pretty cool. Is it? Well, hang on, no, let, wait. Instead of me saying it's cool, guys, what do you think? Is this cool? Mm. Oh, gosh, gosh, it's not an insta cool. I'm mean, like, what is going on? It, it, you know what? It, it is. It cool. doesn't look like Optimus Prime. Ah, I mean, it, I mean, it pretty much is. But like, go on. Uh, Tony, you go on. I just, I, I've said my bit. Mm. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just thinking about that because he, I mean, I, I think he kind of obviously makes an, a very good impression of, of, of Optimus Prime and in terms of the, the figure, I think he looks quite similar. Um, but what I like about it is uh, there's another video that doesn't have Jane Silent Bob in it. And this, there's this girl and she's giving the Optimus these five different voice commands. And uh, and there's there's one bit in between voice commands where he's just kind of standing there breathing, and he's like moving yes. slightly. Yeah, slightly yeah. He, like, he, he sort of he sort of moves a little bit. It's yeah. It's like you know when when you leave Sonic the Hedgehog alone and he taps his foot and looks at you, right? C correct, correct. And, and yeah. it's little things like that where I think they've actually put a lot of time and effort and thought into how to make this figure just more than what we saw in the old Chinese video from five years ago, um, and. Also, the, you, you can see that Jay in this photo has the um, connection to uh, to an app that allows him mm. to program more things. Because I'd read that this was actually more of a educational toy that happens to look like Optimus Prime. This and does educational. not look educational at all. Well, no, it's educational. I, say, I would say that's not educational. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, okay, so, so, so let's talk about the price tag. But okay. uh, after after Tony says educational three more times. Oh. After you interrupt me three more times, okay, we can, we can get going. But no, the only thing I was going to say was that there's a programmable aspect to this where you're meant to be able to type in certain codes in your phone in the app in order to make Prime do other stuff that's, that combines different words. So that that's, I guess, the educational component of this. Um, but other yeah, than you're that, you're probably right with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think so. I think, I think. I think the the way that that goes right is that he comes with a library of abilities, and I think you can string particular abilities together with voice commands. I'm not sure whether you can like come up with new ones. Um, there is the app will be updated, and so I, I like the, the connection to the, the connection to the app on the phone is pretty much you know paramount for like programming it and adding new adding new capabilities. So it's possible that they'll add something like you know he'll 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 you know have a forward kick or something um, that will come with a software download, for example. And maybe you could then 
you know chain that together into into a thing so yeah, yeah i like i don't i don't think you can teach him new moves but like it's probably the, the moves that the factory teaches him but string them together in different ways it, it does raise a problem though like 10 years from now after you've had optimus this optimus sitting on your shelf and the os for your phone is now outdated <laughs> the app hasn't been updated either and now you've just got this heap of junk that kind of sits there and the battery probably in him in him has probably died as well um the lithium battery that's powering him so uh, i can see a limited shelf life for this uh which is kind of why i'm hesitating a little bit about saying that it's a hundred percent you know must get it's definitely no, cool. no, no, no 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 my cool my question was whether it's cool right i totally yeah, don't think it's, it's definitely I think cool. It's cool i think it's cool i don't think it's 700 us dollars cool right uh and, and i think that's kind of the main that's kind of the main problem with it is that like it is cool. It's it's neat that they've done this and stuff, but it's more expensive than fucking Unicron. Plus, it's got nothing to be in scale with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ro Roberson does make other transforming robots, right? This is just the only one that they make that looks like a transformer. Although, I did notice that when I googled Roberson transforming robot, like a very a very similar looking bumblebee came up that I think they may have scrubbed from their product catalog since they're now cooperating with Hasbro. Mm. Okay. So like, yeah, you know, like Roberson has sort of skirted around the, the copyright issues of this for a while. And now they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's license it. Right. Um, kudos to Hasbro for actually granting the transformers license to something that actually transforms. Um, actually, I mean, converts, converts. Yes. That, he doesn't transform, he converts. Yes, you have to actually give him the command convert in order to make him transform. Hey, Optimus, convert and roll out. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Con I think you just say roll out, don't you? Convey forward. <laughs> convert and propel. Yes. <laughs> um, which, is, which is a it's a trademark thing, right? Transformers yeah. convert, they don't transform. But yeah. mm. don't ask. Um, yeah, so uh, Bradley... Is is it isn't automatic transforming Optimus Prime cool or not? Cool, yes. But uh not seven hundred dollars US cool. Fair enough. I'll just point out if you have seven hundred US dollars, you can pay me to come to your house and transform Optimus Prime for you. Uh, that is that is a service that I'll you know in fact you know what I'll do, I'll do it for 350 like I, you can halve the price right you know I need about how, 350 how's that for a buck how's that for a buck yeah. 50 bucks <laughs> right? 50 we'll bucks come, we'll come and transform prime for 50 bucks right done <laughs> just done. 50 bucks 50 bucks there we go um yeah so uh yeah uh it's it's not something that it's not I say it's not something that I'm looking at adding into my collection, but I will point out that from discussions that have been had in the last let's say like 24 hours, I know there's at least a couple of people that are definitely looking to acquire this. We don't know whether or not it's actually gonna come to Australia yet or if you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like order it from like robotfriendprime.com or something. Um, but uh, I, I I'd say that I would say that it will be obtainable if you if you want to get it. Um, like we can certainly we can certainly even forward it. Uh, in fact, I know it's gone up for a pre-order at Oma Primus um, coming from Singapore. So as this well. wasn't yeah. done through Pulse. Uh, I believe I believe in the US it is it is going to be sold through Pulse, but internationally it, 
internationally it can be sold from all over the place, right? Um, I don't know if Robeson will have it on their website at all, uh, but at the moment it's being sold as like you have to go to Hasbro Pulse to get it. Um, like I said, there's definitely there's definitely pre-orders going up around the internet for it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I am not gonna add not gonna be adding this to my collection. Um, just don't I really think need. Tony's it. the uh, last hope. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm out on this. I'm sorry. Tony's I out. can't. Tony's out. I can't. Because it's also you got to compare it to the price of the Unicrons as well. You know what could you have gotten for that for that amount of money? And uh, and clearly most of us have gotten Unicrons. <laughs> yes, so. yes, most of us have. Uh, yeah. Did you get a Unicron, Tony? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I yeah, managed no, to. Cool. Uh, it, uh, to sort, sort one out um but i didn't have the same car issues that a lot of our facebook friends have had <laughs> sticking in the back of a car or a prius or something like that i just so I, the, I, I i gotta i gotta say on the car issues front right like my dad has driven up to sydney this week and so he's, he's got the car here it's a big it's a big ford territory four-wheel drive faced with the decision on friday of going and picking up my unicron because like I, I bought one from eb as well going and picking up a unicron from eb world square I was like, we should drive into town, park at World Square, and then, like, there will be no transport issues. And, like, I just, I chickened out at the last minute. I thought, oh, I'm not going to make Dad drive into the city. Like, I don't think Dad will know how to navigate around Sydney. He's from Melbourne, right? Like, Sydney will be utterly confusing. And the and, parking sucks as well. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can park at World Square. Like, it'll cost you 10 bucks. So, instead, um, we went to EV. We picked it up. Um and uh, then we got out to the, the back of World Square and I thought, well, I'm just going to get an Uber home. Like, that, that's, that was my intention all along was to get an Uber, call an Uber XL and uh, get someone to drive me home. $40 the uh, Uber home cost because, <laughs> because there was a fucking Uber surge at the time that I, that I picked it up because, like, stupidly, we went into the city at lunchtime and then, like, it's Friday afternoon, so, of course, everyone's in the city shopping, needing Ubers. So, like, oh, my God. Like, I actually, like I said, I chickened out on getting Dad to drive me in there with a four-wheel drive. Um, we flagged down the taxi who was adamant that he would be able to get the box in somewhere and after trying <laughs> the boot, after trying the back seat, after trying the front door and then putting the front seat back because clearly he couldn't get it in the front door and it wasn't uh, he gave up and went sorry i can't do it and drove off <laughs> and we went back to the original plan of getting an uber xl which had like in, by then increased its surge pricing again so yeah mm. wow that's interesting but i gotta say I, I have really enjoyed seeing all the all the box photos coming up in the in the group this week and i am going to download them all and put them in a video and set it to music i haven't i haven't quite decided what the song will be yet but yeah Wow, that killed everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on on the size of Unicron boxes, the thirteenth says uh, says I have I have access to a gets. Do I have any chance at all? Um, it depends, mate. If you've got a trailer, then yes. <laughs> I don't. Think, I, otherwise, in fact, you know, you probably can, right? Because you put the back seat down and you're fine. Um, it'll fit, no. it'll fit in the hatchback just fine. No, I think the height, height no. and depth. Really. It's yeah, 27, it's 20, 26, 27 inches um, cubed. Um, yeah, I, I would have thought that that would be okay, but apparently, no. Um, anyway, look, uh, before we move on from the Robeson Automatic Transforming Optimus Prime, I want to ask the question, does a transformer that transforms itself take the fun out of it? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still living up to its name of Transformers, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, I can mm -hmm. tell this thing to transform. Mm -hmm. Half the isn't a lot of the fun of Transformers actually transforming it yourself, getting your hands on it, and fiddling about. <laughs> Take that out of context. <laughs> Tony, Tony, thoughts? I, I think you know what they've done. They've swapped the joy of transforming with the joy of giving a robot a voice command to do something. Mm -hmm. So it's it's one. Are you, saying, it's are, you, are, you are you finding a roundabout way to say that they've subjugated Optimus Prime? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But they I, I they made Optimus Prime answer our commands. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He now reports to us. But they, mm. they've swapped one form of fun for a different form of fun. And and I think the, the fun that they've swapped it for is not as fun as the original transforming it, you know, getting your hands dirty and, you know, mucking around with it to play with it yourself. This takes a lot of the interaction out of it. So you're limiting it. Instead of physical, instead of touch, I guess you're swapping it with um, voice, sound. I don't know, uh, but it's it's not as fun. I don't think that's the problem. Fair enough, Sue. I I, I tend to agree. Like I, I think I think half the fun of a transformer is actually picking it up and transforming it yourself. And this, I mean, it, like I said, it's cool, but yeah, no, just no. Yeah, I usually uh, spend what like an hour or so trying to get familiar with the transformation and everything. Yeah. But with Optimus. With this, you just say convert. That's it. Yep. That's the I mean, what, so what, what, what's the bad that the first voice command anyone teaches it is the word transform? I mean, and, and no, 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 they we, can't. We, yeah, no, they can't stop you, right? But like, what's the yeah. bad that when they do it, like you get a push notification from Hasbro's lawyers just going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Yeah. <laughs> Lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> hey optimus prime lawsuit and then he transforms so yeah <laughs> um uh, I, think, right. I, I think they just sort of hyped up like it's got what like 1500 microchips and servers and yeah it's got it's got like a fucking bajillion things inside it like because there's there's like four four million engine parts there's 11 11 billion transistors there's five central processing units and all of them like the, like the last one's just along for the ride. It doesn't do anything. And no matrix of leadership. <laughs> That's true. There's no matrix. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He, he, his his chest doesn't have it. However, worth pointing out, real chest, right? Like it, yeah. like it, it, it is the real cab chest. So like, it's, there's no fake chest going on here. But you know, that would have been cool. Uh, last one of the commands you gave it was like uh, Optimus, light our darkest hour. And then the little chest opens up and he pulls out that that would have been very cool. That's, fact, that that's, that's, the command, that's the command I give Google to turn on my lights, like my darkest <laughs> hour every night. I was just say Optimus Prime, die, and he just turns white. <laughs> <laughs> His face turns to the side a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um I think I, Brad's gonna hate us this week. I, th I think I think I think Brad's not going to be happy. Um, last thing I would like to point out before we move on to the final story for tonight um, is: Can I just point out that um, Kevin Smith is barely containing himself in this freeze frame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was gushing through the whole presentation. It, 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 so, if you haven't watched the Kevin Smith, like the um, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes video for, that introduces this. 
do give it a watch. It is actually a very fun watch just for like yeah. how into it they are and how totally sold out they are. And like they've they've now they are now actually they are now actually like advertising Transformers uh, for Hasbro. Mm. But um, yeah, totally, uh, totally. And, and um, as, uh, as as the thirteenth said, Kevin Smith made this, and yes, he did in fact make. He did in fact make a lot of. There was a lot of fun watching the video. It was it was pretty good. Um, more more say, fun than the look at the man that can't believe they're getting paid to do things. It's very true. They, they had fact, more fun presenting. Go, if we go back to the, the very beginning of the video, it says it says hashtag ad Robeson provided product for free. I mean, it's the fucking Hasbro promotional video. Of course, they provided it for free. Product <laughs> featured is a prototype, and final product may vary. Those are the those are the disclaimers that I'd like. Also, Grand Nazi, you forgot the full stop on the final sentence, but go on. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, whatever. I, I like. I think. I think we're done. I think. I think we've, <laughs> in I this think freeze we've frame, in this freeze frame, Kevin Smith looks like he doesn't give a shit. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's also interesting to me how they've filmed this on a pool table. <laughs> which, oh my god! I never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not only that. not only is he getting this free toy and getting a truckload of cash to do this ad, he's also not worried about the production element for this at all. Let's just set it up in my games room, put the put the pool sticks to one side, and set the camera up on the table. We're done. <laughs> so, so this is a good point, right? But like because. I know for a fact that Kevin Smith has the facilities to do this. <laughs> Why is Kevin Smith? I, I I feel like I feel like I might need to tweet something to this effect. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I do this, I might actually attract Kevin Smith's ire on Twitter. We'll have to see how we go. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a hard left from Kevin Smith's pool room. Uh, and we're going to talk about something else that might go straight to the pool room for Australian references. Um, are you guys ready? And can you hear the sound of a JB Hi-Fi ad in the background? No. No, you can't? So there's no shattered glass sound coming? Because Hasbro's gone all in on shattered glass. Like, JB, you've done it again. Um, uh, nice segue. Ah. <laughs> no, I didn't get that first, I, 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 I I don't see JB TV ads. I like it now. After I've done the segue, Tony compliments me on it. But like during the segue, Tony's like, nah, fuck you. You get nothing. <laughs> no, I, I went up the roller coaster with you. And then just yeah. before we went down the roller coaster, I jumped out. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, Tony, you've done it again. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Shattered Glass. Shattered Glass is the uh, the rather well-known, I think, alternate universe version of Transformers. Most properties have a merry universe where good is evil, up is down, left is right, and bad is bad is good and stuff like good. that, right? So yeah. Transformers has the Shattered Glass universe very, very, uh, very loosely mirrored on um, uh, the Star Trek merry universe as well. Like, I think most of the bad guys have goaties in Shattered Glass. Um <laughs> Shattered Glass is something that came about from Fun Pub um, back. Well, it must be in the, it must be like ten years ago now, maybe maybe even longer. Two thousand eight. Um, yeah, Glass box set. Yeah. So so 
that was a that was a botcon box set or uh, so basically yeah. funpub's done this sort of through botcon transformers collectors club and transformers subscription services that they would very sort of variously bring out shattered glass figures it's a good opportunity to take an existing mold give it a wild repaint some wild in some cases and just be a bit creative in terms of the 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 um, profile for the characters so there's been a lot of discussion about this over the last over the last couple of days. Um, Shadow Glass is not just about inverting the palette, right? Like there's been some lazy yeah. inversions recently where people have repainted Earthrise Scorponok into Fort Max's colors and gone, "Oh, that's Shattered Glass Scorponok." It's like, well, it's like it's it's not really, but it's whatever. Um, and so Hasbro has not made very many retail shattered glass releases they the first one they did was very notably the um masterpiece mp10 repaint uh, the shattered glass version of that which came out i think i feel like it was a good sort of four or five years ago now um we did get a sort of shattered glass rodimus prime and power of the primes with rodimus unicronus and last year we got the generation selects uh, with the generation select set with um, uh, the purple Optimus Prime and Ratchet, uh, the Ratchet, the evil scientist, who's basically Shockwave in uh, in the Shattered Glass universe, and so we can assume that that's gone pretty well for them because this year they are going all in on Shattered Glass. They are launching a five figure range. The first figure that they've revealed is Blur. Uh, he is, as you can tell from the, the photo that we're looking at on screen here, he is a Studio Series 86 repaint. Still blue, but a little bit darker, and he's got some, some like, um, electrical paint, uh, you know, sort of, like, electrical uh, spark paint around him. Uh, and he does have a new head sculpt. Um, and the new the new head sculpt sort of uh, makes up for makes sort of his, um, uh, make, makes his uh, Shattered Glass comic appearance uh, more of a reality well we'll get to that shortly um there's his uh so there's his his alt mode so you can sort of see the uh, the electrical crackles all over his paint job there and um some of the and so like some of the artwork that uh they've been coming up with to the artwork and the photos that they've been coming up with to promote these uh these figures really really up there i i am a massive fan of shattered glass i've got a shattered glass yep. shelf or two behind me so like i'm i'm totally here for this um uh, there are rumors about what the other figures in the line will be. We'll get to that afterwards. But first of all, um, I would also just point out like the extra head sculpt and there's extra paint on this sort of above and beyond what we got with Studio Series 86 Blur. Um, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about Hasbro going in on Shattered Glass? And is this a good, is this a sort of a, a good direction to go for sort of, let's say the tail end of 2021? This, this, could, this could be some stuff that happens there. Um, like, yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts on Shattered Glass, Tony? It's, uh, look, I'm struggling to get my head around <laughs> around the uh, economics of making a line, like doubling down on this line. Because obviously they, as you said earlier, they did it on a few figures. It's obviously just to test the market and dip their mm. toe in the water on this. But they've the, the results must have been positive for them to to justify this. But I don't, I don't get it as a as a collector. I don't get it as a fan. Like, why is this something that people want? Was was there a, was a pretty strong fan reaction to the Fun Pub stuff when it first came out, or 
do you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 th- I think the fun, the fun pub stuff's always been generally very well received, and right. um, they're they're quite revered figures. They're quite highly sought after. Okay. One thing that has been coming out, sort of, a, sort of in the in the in the background, maybe in a lot of the Gen selects of the last couple of years, is that Hasbro seems to want to go back and revisit some of the figures that Fun Pub did and have become rare and hard to hard to come by and do updated versions of them that are perhaps easier for fans to get a hold of. And so like, so like if you wanted to get Shadow Glass Blur at the moment, like he, he was a Cybertron repaint. He was released at a convention yeah. over 10 years ago. Like you're going to be, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Or you well can into get this the triple digits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, into triple digits. So oh, you can get this version. Like if you, if you want Shattered Glass figures, like I think, I think this is a, a, this is a good way to get in, get people into Shattered Glass. I do think that they need to. I do think they need to actually spend some time establishing what Shadow Glass is. There is yeah. going to be a comic that will come with uh, that will come out from IDW at the same time as this, and so that's going to be. I think apparently it's going to be at the moment five issues long, and I'm not sure whether or not it's going to be. I'm not sure whether it's going to be a coherent story, or if there's going to be sort of like the Spotlight series where they they sort of do one issue per character because. Um, uh, let me let me Did get to the, say that the, let me get um, to the packaging of this. So, so the packaging is so these are not Gen Select figures, right? They've they've come up with a really cool design for the packaging for these. I feel like these belong on retail on retail shelves, right? This yeah. is this is a set that I don't think is going to be a Pulse exclusive, but they have said that there will be Pulse exclusive variants that come with particular comic issues. So I think the comic will be out there and I think the figures will be out there. But if you buy the figures from Pulse, then you will get the comic for that figure. They said that um, each of the comics will have the story told, a story told from the perspective of that character, which is what mm-hmm. IDW did with the Spotlight series years ago, sort of like um, bringing in those. So I wonder if they'll tell like a, a Shattered Glass story just sort of explaining more like what who Shattered Glass Blur is and, you know, what his, you know, what his motivations are. And obviously, like, they'll probably involve some other Shattered Glass characters, test the water, see if people, people react to them. But um, the boxes are absolutely gorgeous. I love... I absolutely love the, the 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 purple and pink and black color scheme that they've got uh, that they've got for these uh, on, on the boxes. Like this looks unlike anything else that's been on the shelves for Transformers. I think that looks I think that looks fantastic for it. But again, I think that these are retail boxes. And I think these belong on store shelves somewhere. Um, so I don't think they will be. I don't think they'll be exclusive to Pulse. In fact, I know they're not exclusive to Pulse because I know that um, retailers around Asia are expecting them in July, and uh, pre-orders are going to go up sometime in the next week or so. So, like, they're definitely they're definitely coming away from being like only on Pulse. Um, I'm to- I'm 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 totally in for it. Like, I feel I feel people are rightly critical of the Studio Series eighty six Blur mold. Like, he's maybe a little bit um maybe maybe a little bit simple as a g1 blur but um maybe with that ex- that new face sculpt and sort of the meaner paint job maybe they can really elevate the elevate the figure speaking of the face sculpt though that does what this shattered glass version shows you is that they didn't spend enough time on the ss86 blur for the face sculpt because they clearly did a lot better on this you know, if you if you forget about the damage to the face, I mean, the version that we got in SS eighty six looks like Jim Carrey in the mask. This one <laughs> actually looks like a proper 
a proper robot with a bit of damage, okay, fine, but take the damage off. That's This sculpt looks much better. And if I could imagine this proper sculpt on the SS86, I think Blur would have been a lot more popular. Yeah, so I've got I've got the the comic art. Um, who I, I believe this is from uh, Casey Collier. Um, I've got the comic art. And I try as I as I might. Every time I look at this, it looks like Springer. Like yeah. it just it just <laughs> yeah. yes, it just doesn't look like You're Blur right. to me. It looks like You're Springer, right. and I, like I can't I can't see my way past it. I, I'm sorry, but yeah, at least at least the head sculpt on the character on the on the toy doesn't look like Springer, but also I'm not sure that it really looks that much like Blur either. But yeah, so he's a, he's a different different face sculpt, which I think is cool still. Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying before, I'm really excited that Hasbro is embracing Shattered Glass. Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time, the like I collected the Shattered Glass, you know, variant toys as they were released. So I've already got a Blur, but at the same time, this Blur does really look pretty cool he does um, yeah I, th I think this is a nice so so a lot of a lot of the figures that we've seen over the last like 20 years or so they're updates to g1 characters right like so cybertron blur was like a, a different reimagining of the character and stuff but the shattered glass doesn't shadow glass doesn't really have a g1 to fall back on so like yeah when as over the last 15 or 20 years like there's been different custodians creatively of shattered glass and so as a character is introduced they've got the mold of the day and so like shattered glass blur is cybertron blur but now it's like well here we're doing we're doing a g1 style shattered glass blur buy it um <laughs> you know cool like it, it looks fine every other every other iteration of the franchise you can have reimaginings of characters that ha you know have new alt modes or new new designs so i think there's nothing wrong with sort of doing there's nothing wrong with redoing characters in shattered glass in modern molds. I think I think it's fine. Why do you guys think they haven't done any Decepticons turned good? In this oh, they have. have they? they have. They Shatter have. Glass, Shatter glass has shattered glass has plenty of characters from both sides. No, no, I mean in the recent lines, like not only this subline here, but like from last year's stuff. You're, oh, you're talking yeah, about no, fair, yeah, fair, fair enough. So yeah, so there haven't been any there haven't been any heroic Decepticons. Um, mm. Maybe it's maybe it's because the idea of a good guy gone bad is a bit more appealing. Um, but also, like we we also know that we also know. Actually, it's it's really weird if you if like if you follow that line, that line of thought, right? Autobots are always more popular than Decepticons. So mm. it and people uh, people say in Japan like the the Autobots are more popular than Decepticons because they're the good guys. Um, but now they're the bad guys. But they've still sort of kept with the popularity thing. I don't know. Um, I think it's just... Um, there, like there are definitely Autobots coming, at least uh, based on... Decepticons. Decepticons coming. Yes, sorry. Yes, there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely heroic Decepticons on the way. Um, let, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about what, what could be coming for this line, yeah. right? So we know there's five figures. So Hasbro's called it... Hasbro's called it a capsule line, which is mm. interesting because it's the first time that they've really used that term for us, but whatever. Um, I have been given a list of uh, a list of five figures that are apparently coming in this. Now, there's been rumors going on going on around this for these, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read out I'm gonna read out the the, the list, okay? There is gonna be a Shattered Glass Deluxe Gold Bug. He is a he is a redeck of, of Cliff Jumper, obviously. There is going to be a Voyager Starscream. 
presumably this would be from the Earthrise mold. We'll see. So it could be, it could be an, another nice redeco of the uh, of the Earthrise uh, Voyagers. There is going to be a Voyager Megatron. That could be really cool, right? Because like, um, so you got to remember in in Shattered Glass, Megatron is the is the hero, right? The final the final thing that that I've heard, and this does actually match up in a really weird way with some stuff that I've heard. Jetfire. Mm. See, the only one we that might I'm be getting a reissue of Jetfire. Yes, I would be interested in that because. Yeah, I've got toys of the other characters already, but at the same time, I would like to see them. But yeah, a shattered glass jetfire would be. Has it? Has there been a shattered glass jetfire like in the publications or anything? There is basically, I think, one panel in a comic that shows a shattered glass jetfire, and he's sort of like a he's a dark sort of dark scheme with like black and purples and stuff. There is oh, is a, like there dark is a... Yes, so the, yeah, I was going to say there's a, a dark skyfire in uh, in the the Henke series, I think, which yes. I think basically maps to the color scheme that you would expect from from Jetfire. Um, I, I'm I'm totally in for another Jetfire if it's a shattered glass deco. That could be so that could be really cool. Also, they've shown that they're not afraid to go big on what are especially essentially the the gen select characters or the, you know, the, the collector oriented things. Cause they're doing black Zarek as well as a Titan. So if they're doing a Titan, they can totally do a commander as a, a more collector focused thing. So at least totally let's, let's repaint Jetfire as an evil version of him and get him out there. Like, oh, yeah, I'm totally there for it. I, the, the only one of those characters listed that gives me pause is Goldbug. But even then, like it's a great little mold that cliff jumper. So I'm totally there for Goldbug, right? Also, the evil version of Goldbug is a was a repaint of Hotshot, and he was like black and gold. And he's more black than gold. So like, um, it, 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 that could also be a really cool use of the mold. I'm totally mm. totally into it. it. It's it's great. I'm 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 really really happy that Shattered Glass is getting a, a bit of a bit more love and a bit of bit of figure love with you know figures that are going to be easier to obtain so a bit of mainstream attention yeah absolutely i mean like i said there's been some mainstream attention but it's only been something that hasbro would pick up and play with and then put back down for a long long periods of time so i'm re i'm really really happy to see this happening mm, i'll be interested to see the megatron because i've got the you know the original shattered glass megatron and he is a beefy boy Mm, yeah. I think he was like the ultra class. I, I what, don't know what, what. What figure was he? Um, he was um, Cybertron, Megatron. So you know, like the massive okay, jet, yeah. hmm. the big jet done in like a G one prototype color. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what mold. Have they said what mold, or is this no. all just rumors? No. So these are all rumors. Um, okay. So yeah, like this is literally something that was passed to me on Messenger by someone today who asked me not to name them. <laughs> if I repeated it, so I will not tell you who they were. But yes, okay. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really I'm really into I'm really into the 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 thought that we're going to get a shattered glass subline. I think the I think the boxes look absolutely hot as well. I don't know if all of them will look like this. Like the commander class thing might be interesting to. Done this so I'm, we'll see. I'm imagining that they're going to be retelling or rebooting the Shattered Glass universe because Blur in the original Shattered Glass didn't last long. 
Yeah, I've I've heard that. So I'm I'm more I'm more into the toys than I am the fiction with Shattered Glass because the fiction is quite hard to track down. So like I I just I like the color schemes and like I know the broad strokes of the characters, but less of the plot. So I think I think yeah I think it'll have to be a it'd have to be a it has to be a reboot or at least a sort of a telling of that story that doesn't tread on what's gone before in a way, you know, what doesn't yeah, also what with, with what Tony was saying before, how there are very few Decepticon shattered glass is because the, the characters of the shattered glass Autobots are so vastly different and psychotic that they're actually very interesting. Whereas the shattered glass Decepticons are very, very, dull mm. in comparison right right yeah so so like so like you, you get you get like oh um i think shattered glass thundercracker is like an adventurer uh, is, yeah. that, is that right Bradley? yeah yeah and shattered glass megatron is a mathematician <laughs> whereas <laughs> shattered glass <laughs> optimus prime is a psychotic brutal warlord who constantly beats up his own men he kills shattered glass blur he keeps his um he keeps the people he's killed in cryo tanks so he can as trophies. So that's just a completely... so, so that by the contrivance of plot later on they can arise and uh, dethrone him. But yes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, all right. Look, um, I think I think it's about time we sort of uh, we sort of bring this to a close because we haven't gone yes. for quite a while. Um, yeah. any anyone anyone else in or out of uh, Shattered Glass, Tony? What do you think? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm interested. I'm not going to discount yeah. it because I, yeah. I, I want to see the designs, though, because I, I really like the idea of a different coloured Jetfire as well. Because um, mm. I, I just love that toy. Like I can't, I can't stop playing with it. So if you give me a different version of it, I think I'll have the same level of enthusiasm. But um, yeah. jury's out. I want to see the other ones first. So see how we go. Yeah, fair enough. too. yeah. Um, so interestingly enough i think i think the shattered glass reveals are going to come thick and fast because um i've heard that they're going to be sort of released from july um hmm. we'll see yeah also the list that i was given specifically says that blur is number two number one okay. is goldbug so i think if if blur if blur and goldbug come at the same time also like the, so <clears throat> so these are deluxe um so you could get a box of deluxe figures and then a, a box of Voyager figures later. So maybe the maybe the deluxes will both come out at the same time in July, maybe, and then maybe the Voyagers come later. Um, so to the question of the Commander class figure, if you recall, a really long time ago, I said that um, I said that uh, some sources had said that it looked like there was a second Commander class figure coming later this year, and I, I think Tony, Tony probably is familiar with the sources that. I'm yeah, referring to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, like, this actually does match up. There is a second Commander class figure coming this year, and it's going to be Jetfire again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Is there I a chance? I don't know. I think it'll be too soon, but it wouldn't be a Shattered Glass Rodimus, would it? Um, well, I mean, so the, the so the rumour says Jetfire. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We, like, we had a Shattered Glass Rodimus and we had Rodimus Unicronus, so yeah, I don't know if they really need to revisit that. But, mm. Yeah. I, I thought people were double counting the, the Rodimus Commander class when that when that news came out. Like, they may have just mistaken it. but then Like a reissue. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But then you see this news and you're kind of like, actually, no, it probably is a very separate Commander class. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, so we've seen, like we said, with, when we're talking about Rodimus, the Commander class comes out and then it sort of is reissued later in the year for yeah, um, yeah. more retailers. But I don't think that quite matches up with end of the year. So no. I think, I think, I think 
Shadow Glass Jet Fire could be like a November release or so. We'll see. Mm. All right, we're about done with this. Um, quick, quick thing: what was what was absent from uh, from FanFest? There was absolutely no mention of Studio Series. There was one mention of Studio Series in the Shadow Glass Blur is a Studio Series '86 repaint, but um, there was absolutely no announcement of any new figures for Studio Series. So, uh, whatever's coming next for Studio Series '86. Um, has yet to be announced. So there's definitely still stuff to be announced in the next, I would say, the next few weeks. Um, I have also been given a list of stuff for Studio Series 86. Do you want to run through them quickly? Yes, please. I think I have the same list, but yeah, keep going. (laughs) I think I pasted it into a chat that you were in today, Tony, so it's probably that list. No, this is a... I Um, didn't get it from you. I got a different one. Oh, okay. All right, let's compare lists. Yeah, sure. um, So Voyager, Voyager Scourge is a repack, so fair enough. Um, yep. Like they want to, they want to get that out Sweet. more because yep. um, people have had trouble finding him. Slag and Daniel leader class. Um, that one's been rumored for a while, so that's not really that's not really that much of a surprise. Uh, Deluxe Nor. Um, so a, a new Sharkticon mold in the deluxe scale could be pretty cool. Yep. The next two are interesting ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. With, so one says a Voyager a Voyager sweep. Now. We have seen a leak of a very Scourge-like figure that's not Scourge because he's got some red highlights and stuff on him. People have said that it's DevCon. Um, maybe it's just the generic sweep for Studio Series 86, so maybe we've seen that. The other one that's interesting is Thrust. And I don't... So there's been a rumour that there'll be a Bumblebee movie repaint of, of Bumblebee movie Starscream as Thrust. I don't know why Thrust... Well, whatever. Um, but this one very specifically says Voyager 86 Thrust, which could mean a re-release of Earthrise Thrust. Maybe people will have will be able to get Earthrise Thrust. I don't know. Um, I can't Isn't really tell. It? Tiny, what does your list say? It has those ones. I've also got Rekgar um, mm-hmm. on there, which we haven't mentioned yet. Um, and it had Kingdom... Uh, sorry, not Kingdom. It had the uh, Voyager 86 Starscream with you know the, the, the Coronation version but but what i think has actually happened is that that figure has now been um either replaced or deleted from the product line and replaced with the thrust that you're mentioning uh jason so that's what i think has actually happened yeah i think i saw an article that said thrust and it said in brackets previously thought of as coronation starscream right right okay right right Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, it's a shame actually because I wouldn't I wouldn't actually mind a Coronation Starscream from the Earthrise Starscream mold. That would be cool. Mm, yeah, rather than I'd having to that. pay for the the Thundercracker masterpiece version that's going to have the Coronation <laughs> cape and crown as an extra bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so that's interesting. So yeah, Rekgar was notably missing off the list that I got today. Um right. but yeah, it is interesting to see that the see that Maybe maybe Thrust will get a re-release, and maybe maybe it's Hasbro's apology for Thrust being a Target exclusive. I don't know. Well, well Thrust, Voyager... well, Thrust did briefly appear in the movie, so yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he would probably be dented after having been hit by Optimus Prime. At the I, 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 I actually <laughs> hope I hope that he has like a a, a, a an Optimus Prime grill shaped paint job <laughs> over him or something like that would be cool. It's the one time where battle damage is actually acceptable on this mm-hmm. figure. <laughs> yeah, ba- battle damage is acceptable if the battle damage came from Optimus Prime. That's the Correct. only yes. time it's all right. 
yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, right. On the that's list it. that I've got, by the way, um, apart mm. from 86, there were a couple of things that I was hoping to see at this Pulse uh, con thing, but mm, that yeah. didn't turn up. And, and the big one was this uh, re-release of Sideswipe that's been put together in a two-pack with Night Prowler, who I am not familiar with. But uh, I'm, I, I assume that the Sideswipe listing is the Earth Mode Sideswipe that we've all been waiting for. I don't know who the hell Night Prowler is, but I'm hoping that it's um, a, at least a good-looking figure. <laughs> I, am, I am completely unfamiliar with the, the, the rumor of them being put together in a two-pack. Um, mm. yeah, it's I a Generation had, Select. Yeah, right. Okay, well, Maybe it's like Cordon and Spinout. But um, I had heard that we were getting an Earth Mode Sideswipe, but, yeah, that's also notably absent from things that have been mm. announced here. Um, we don't... So is Kingdom... It after wave three, or is there a wave four yet to be revealed? Maybe Earth or Earth mode sideswipe will be in that. Hmm. No, but this is calling hmm. it Gen Select, so I don't know whether they are hmm. loose on that terminology. But you know, between Kingdom and Gen Selects, I think they're pretty separate, right? So yeah, it probably doesn't sit within Kingdom. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, so we have been light on Gen Selects reveals for m most of the year, right? So we had deep cover. And that's that's sort of in it as far as Gen Selects that are coming out in the first half of the year. So maybe maybe they'll sneak out an Earth Mode Sideswipe or something in in the next couple of months. Yes. Uh, because otherwise, all the Gen Selects, like so Transmutate, G2 Ramjet, um, Tricranius kind of counts as a, as a Gen Select. Like, um, otherwise, all of those things are coming up in the tail half of the year. Right, I'm, I'm going to get rid of the news uh, the news stream and, and bring bring us back up here so that we're, we're full screen because we are pretty much done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, we are a little bit light on Gen Selects for the first half of the year, but I think in, I think Gen Selects have been light in the first half of the year for the last few years. I think they've gone heavy on them in the latter half of the year. I think they like to let they like to let the retail line hit sort of wave one, two, and three. Uh, for the first half of the year and then sort of introduce the more collector-oriented stuff. Yeah, it seems like they, they want to get like the main retail out first and then just sort of do the collector stuff yeah. a bit later. I actually wonder if I wonder if the Shattered Glass collection this year is the replacement for the Galactic Odyssey collection or if we'll still see some sort of Amazon-exclusive set of things. I think the Galactic Odyssey collection has not really... It's not like I don't think it's gone the way that it should have for uh, for a um uh, like for something that's a part of the Earthrise line to still be releasing in March when Kingdom is out. Like I feel like they've they really dropped the ball on the um on the Galactic Odyssey line. So maybe their solution for that is to just not even make the next one a part of Kingdom and make it Shattered Glass instead. So we did hear that Shattered Glass would be a theme for Gen Selects this year. So maybe they've just elevated them from Gen Selects to a, like a, a, a more prominent range. Yeah. Because I heard that there was a rumor there, will, there would be a fan first Friday coming up um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, that would, it's that been would a while between Fans First Friday, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the SS86 yeah, yeah. ones would be covered in that. But then there were also rumours of like these other random miscellaneous ones where you've got something called Project Park, which I think most people assumed was a Jurassic Park Transformers crossover. <laughs> and then there was another one called Project Bat, which mm, originally yeah. people thought was Batman, but then I think it's been debunked and people are talking about a Dracula and Transformers crossover. Oh, no! <laughs> Wasn't there? Um, it's going to be a fucking mind wipe repaint. Pictures of um, Beast Wars Megatron redone into T Rex. 
Yes, oh, that is that. that is another yeah. figure that. So there are there are leaks of T Rex, and that yeah. was also notably absent from here. So there's definitely more stuff to be revealed. Yes, mm. yes, which I'm and, looking and the, forward to because I'm surprised they haven't plugged up all these leaks. Because the uh, latest figure reveals have been like, okay, so you already know this guy's coming out. Here's the official announcement. Hasbro, Hasbro in in the in the uh, the. Oh, was it Pulse Fan Fest in the in the Fan Fest stream when Kingdom came up? They said, "Oh yeah, look, you know, eighty percent of this is already leaked, but you know, come on, yeah. just watch anyway." <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the only other one, guys, just I wanted to mention before we close out is that there was this one other listing that intrigued me, and it was Galvatron Unicron action figure pack, and uh, the price point was about one hundred and ten bucks Aussie. For oh. That. And I'm surprised. Mm. I don't know what it is though. Galvatron Unicron action figure pack. I don't. What could it be? Like a crossover between them? Maybe you get the same Galvatron figure we're getting for Kingdom, but with a little, I don't know, a Unicron slug or something like that. Well, I was thinking, yeah. there's like in the Japanese headmasters, there's like this really stupid idea. Oh my Galvatron god. Has. Oh yeah. My god. Where oh Galvatron god, wants no. to. It's, it's going to be a shell for Galvatron that looks like Unicron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i'm totally there for that if it comes Tony, out if you haven't seen yes. it you owe it to yourself to google it just, okay um, i'll take a look i'll take a look hang yeah. on a sec. i i can i can i can i can satisfy this um hang on yeah a so it's only they like a brief galvatron. they merge galvatron and unicron together or no galvatron no. wants to incorporate the planet earth into his body so he has essentially unlimited energy Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's the Japanese. It's Japanese G one, right? Like, it's well, the um, the really stupid um, uh, dubbing, the Omni Productions dub has Galvatron call it. This is Unicorn. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ready for the My Little Pony crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am I am currently waiting for uh, my browser to catch up with me, and then I'm going to send that full screen and zoom that up, and bam, there you there you go. There's your uh, there's yeah. your Galvatron uh. Unicron playset. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so it's Wait, also so that's it's meant to be a planet. That's meant to be a planet mm -hmm. in there. Or? That's Earth. That's Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. That's hilarious. It is it is worth <laughs> pointing out that New Age has new age has got their their galvatron figure releasing at the moment and new age has produced a shell for their galvatron figure with <laughs> with with this like it is it is like 10 out of 10 to new age for doing it it's a, it's astonishing oh that's clever so yeah like if if that's if that's if that's a thing that is happening i will move heaven and earth to get that because i feel like that might be a japanese like it might be a takarajami mall thing but holy shit yeah, <laughs> I'll, I will. I will have a second Galvatron on my shelf for that. Yeah, definitely. Wow, wow. Okay, I really oh hope god. Hasbro doesn't produce this as that official listing that I'm seeing. <laughs> That's oh okay. god, I, I I really hope they do now. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, I think I think that I think that might bring us to an, a neat little close. Um, we're 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 running over over two hours. So Sorry, we're not going to. We're not going to talk about acquisitions. Uh, we are, in fact, just going to end the show if that's all right with you guys. Any anyone need to talk about anything for the next three three hours, or are we good? No, we're all good. <laughs> all right. I think good. just put briefly put Bradley on widescreen, like single screen for a bit, and then take him off again, just so you can yeah. see what's in the back. There you go. Look at that. That's fantastic.
Actually, that's great. Like, there's so there's a Unicron over his shoulder, and there's a Unicron box over the other shoulder. And if I take him off solo layout, you can see neither of those. Things. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give that a special Fantastic. mention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will talk about acquisitions next episode. So Bradley will uh, will get an opportunity to tell us all the things that he thinks about Unicron. Um, but uh, yeah, for now we've we've run way over time, so we need to good chat tonight, off. guys. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been we, we didn't have a run sheet and we didn't have much to go on, but we've probably had one of the longest shows in the podcast history. Mate, I have a, a run sheet. I have a, I have a run sheet here that has been guiding the uh, guiding the show that I just didn't share with you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um so uh yeah, thank you for everyone. Thank you for watching everyone. Thank you for listening. Um if you've been watching the live record, thank you very much. Uh we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Uh we are a fan club for uniting Transformers fans across the country. We wanna we wanna unite the collecting community and we do it by engaging them by uh, producing two and a half hour runtime podcasts on the Sunday night. Um we don't they're not they're not always two and a half hours they're not always sunday nights it's it's okay like you can you can get into it and maybe someday maybe someday soon we'll produce a, a normal one hour podcast we'll see how we go um yeah. They, yeah no uh you can join transformers collectors club australia on our website transformerscca.com you'll find us all in transformers collectors club australia on facebook and you will find uh the episodes at the australian transformers weekly uh, page on Facebook and transformersweekly.podbean.com, our Podbean website for podcast distribution. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching, and we will be back with more Transformers information and news for you, if not next week, maybe the week after. We'll see how we go. Uh, that is it. Oh, did you and hit the button? No, I didn't hit the button yet. I was going to say it's good. it's goodbye from us, and any final words, everyone? I was going to say, uh, find me on twitch.tv slash groovyguygaming where I'm going to be having Unicron in the background for the next couple of weeks. So if you have any Unicron-based questions, please do feel free to pop in and ask, and I'll do my best to answer. It's a good idea. Good idea. Live Q&A. Live Q&A at Groovy Guy, Groovy Guy Gaming um, yep. for, uh, for Unicron. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. Without any further ado, everyone, thank you for thank you for your time on a on a Sunday night. Some people have been watching all the way through. Uh, we do appreciate you very much, and uh, thank you, everyone, and thank you to the thank you to the thirteenth for commenting so much on YouTube as well. Um, it's not often we get YouTube comments, so thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah, well, the podcast will be out when Brad gets to edit it for us. So uh, thank you very much, and goodbye, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.